It's the Whatever Man Podcast. my fucking plant's dying. It got top heavy like a fucking old woman with fake titties. And it's <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Vince, thank you, guys. I, I don't know. I don't know how I can fix it, man. I don't want this motherfucker to die. I don't have any yarn. I don't have no string. Wait, did it just tip over? Uh, it's, it bent. Oh. Like that. I got a crown roll bag. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah, go Take ahead, the yeah. Do what you got to do. But while Jeremy's is doing that, uh, we'll go ahead and get the bullshit out the way. Well, it's not bullshit. Uh, shout out to the sponsors, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Niggas back up and working. So go to... Uh, Etsy, look up hooks, rubs, and spices. You can use the promo code WhatPod to get fifteen percent off of your purchases. God damn it! And uh, I uh, fully endorse the lemon pepper and the mad cow, but all the spices are nice. The fresh catch is uh, is great. So yeah, uh, you know, in these troubling times. Go support a black-owned business and get you some goddamn spices for your meats and your whatnots. Slap it on your bitch. That's what we say. Jeremy's currently in an entanglement with his plant. Yeah, that's me. Sorry. That was my fault. All right, go ahead, man. To get some of those tacos that were on our lane, this uh, restaurant, mm-hmm. Bur- B- Bur- I don't know how to pronounce it, B I R R A tacos. Okay. And so uh, I was just trying to, you know, make my mind up where I was going to go. But then I just noticed that it's, people weren't acting right. You know, it's just, it didn't feel right outside. You know, I, I just wanted to go somewhere and come right back home. Mm-hmm. So I went to that uh, that place on Manchaca and uh, Manchaca and Stasny. Okay. This is a taco stand, man. And uh, I mean, I've been getting their uh, grilled cheese brisket sandwiches. They got good food. I didn't ever have no problems with them. Until yesterday. So I went for the dino ribs. They said that they, they have them every other week. I was like, ah, all right. So I went to my car and I thought about it. I was like, man, if I don't eat now, I'm going to have to go back in public and go to this grocery store, you know, get something, some food. Right. Which I so I went back and I was like, all right. Why don't you just give me the uh, 
chicken sausage uh, without the, the two sides. Well, it comes with two sides. I was like, well, I, I see that, but you guys don't have anything I want, you know. So I'm just get that. I said it just like that. Not being a dick, not trying to be an asshole. I mean, there's no reason. Them girls too fine for me to be a fucking asshole to them. They ain't done nothing to me. Mm-hmm. So I got my Tampico lime drink and then I went to the car. And when I saw that they were start walking food out to the cars, you know, I walked to go meet them halfway, if you know, just in case they were, my food was ready. And this big Mexican, Mexican, which was the cook, was the one bringing the food out. And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. So I put my hand out to get, get my bag, my food, and he's all, well, what is it about them size that you didn't want? I mean, you didn't need. I was like, what? What about them sides that you didn't need? And I looked at him, and I was like, what the fuck is he coming out here like this for? You know, so I took three steps back. I said, hey, look, man, it ain't, it ain't about what I need. It's about what I want. You guys don't have what I want. So I said, you guys don't have what I want. That, that was it. So, well... Where did you well if you go somewhere else, what did you what do you get? I'm sitting here and it, it's like I said, man, it threw me off that the motherfucker come out there. Mm-hmm. It's like I see questioning me like this. And uh so he he's taking this is a big dude, you know. I hey, I, I I ain't got no business trying to fight nobody right now. Right. You know. So I backed up again. And he kept asking, you know, what do you get when you go somewhere else? You know, it said, look, man, it ain't about going somewhere else. I'm here now. Like I said, there is nothing on them sides that you, that you guys have that I want. I'm going to say it again. It ain't about what I need. It's about what I want. And you guys don't have what I want. So I said, hey, just give me the, the two sides, the, the, the uh, chicken and sausage. You know, and then he's going, well, says, well, my daughter asked, you know, try to point out, you know, this and that. And she pointed it out. And I said, well, where is it at? Because I don't see any chicken and sausage on the menu. Where is it at? Well, it's the, the you know, the two meats. And the, I was like, all right, but so how much is it going to? And she told me. And that was it. And, you know, and so and he's still going back to, uh, well, if you go. If you go to another restaurant, I said, look, man, give me that fucking bag. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm done talking to you. I don't even know why you come out here. I ain't disrespect your daughter. I didn't even know it was your daughter till you said it. Give me that fucking bag. I'm done. So I got in the car and I thought about it. You know, I thought about when I got pissed off when I was waiting tables and what I did. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that was, it was, it, it didn't. So, make a long story short, I threw the food away. Mm-hmm. And I got online and I left a comment. And he's all, says, well, you were rude to my daughter. And that's the reason why I come out there. And it's like, he says, 
And he said some other things I can't remember right now. I've got to go back to read it. But basically, I sat there and I told him, I said, look, and he says, well, and you were rude with the, even with the, uh, because of the, something about the customers being out there. And I told him, says, I care less about those customers out there. What I'm trying to tell you is, I didn't appreciate the way you approached me. You threw me off. It's like, why are you coming out here asking me these questions? If I don't like what you guys have, there's no reason for you to come out there. I was not there being a dick to nobody. I didn't say dick, but I, I wasn't, I, I didn't say, I said, I didn't say anything slick to your daughter. That's all I said. You know, and it went back and forth, back and forth, and then I just left it alone. And then today, I go to HEB. I go and I get me a six pack, you know, you know and I'm still shopping. It's 1130. Mm -hmm. And the vendor, uh, this woman was stocking the wine. So I just want to let you know it's 1130. What? So I just want to let you know it's 1130. They're not selling beer. I said, bitch. No, I didn't say that yet. <laughs> I said, look. I am aware of what time it is. Why are you telling me what time it is? Because they're not selling beer right now. So I'm going to tell you something. I've been in fucking Texas for almost 24 fucking years. I know when they start selling beer. I don't need your fucking ass coming up to me telling me what fucking time it is. What your fucking ass need to do is take your vendor ass and stop that fucking wine and get the fuck out of my fucking face. God damn. <laughs> nah, fuck that shit, man. All these other motherfuckers are sitting out there pick, picking up wine and beer. Whenever I got, they went in the same time I did. But she comes to me. Fuck you, you fucking holly. You fucking dry cunt. I said some other shit. And I was like, and I said, well, look, lady, what you fail to realize is uh, by the time I get to that cashier, it's going to be 12 o'clock. It ain't 930 in the morning. It's not five o'clock in the morning. There ain't no reason for you to come up to me and tell me what time it is. I am still fucking shopping. Because this little gay dude running around, though I guess that was working with her. Is there a problem? Is there anything that you're going to do to correct it? I says, you don't need to be talking to me. You need to be talking to fucking this woman right here, and she needs to be fucking minding her fucking business. She's still standing right in front of my fucking buggy. It's like, mind your fucking business and fucking move. Well, you don't need to you don't need to talk to me like that. I will talk to you any motherfucking way I want to. Get the fuck out of my way. It was some fucking bullshit, dude. I'm not, I, I, I don't know what ain't. I'm not trying to say it was it's anything on this shit that's going on right now. I'm not trying to say that. But this is some bitch that just should have shut her fucking mouth. Mind her own motherfucking business. You know, I went to Raul. I said, Is your, did your rules change here, man? And he's like, what do you mean, Jeremy? Like, Raul still worked there? Yeah, he still worked there. Snitching ass, man. Mm-hmm. I said, did the rules change about somebody picking up a six-pack, putting it in their basket, and doing their shopping? And by the time... Which, you know, it's only 30 minutes. You know, I'm, I'm still shopping. So what are you talking about? Your vendor back there is going to sit here and tell me I got uh, it's 1130 and that you guys aren't selling beer yet. It's like, what? 
you need to go talk to that woman. It's not your employee. It's a vendor. She needs to mind her business. Says, well, Jeremy, that's just, well, you know, I, I cussed her out too, Raul. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> says, well, she shouldn't have, exactly. Should have kept her fucking mouth shut. She should have drank a big old glass of shut the fuck up. Oh, hold on. I guess that means you need to shut the fuck up. That's what I do if I had no army. I would shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's right. <laughs> it's just so, just so happens that I had that clip queued up. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. This shit was unnecessary. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm not going to. You know what? I'm going to let you rock with that one. Because nobody's. That shit don't make no sense. I mean, you know. I, I, I like, damn, That's not your. Like, look. I, I get it. Like. I mean, if you were in the aisle by yourself and she didn't see other people grabbing the shit and she was just like, oh, she may have thought she was from out of town or something or didn't know and was like, hey, you know, they don't sell until 1130. I can see. I can let it slide. She's maybe just trying to be nice. But, yeah, if she saw other people grabbing the shit and you was the only person that she said something to. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. Look at these niggers drinking in the middle of the day. <laughs> Fucking dry cunt. I get it. You know, I think I probably sent her home crying because I was in that area and I didn't see her anymore. Because I, I was going up and down the aisle trying to find some shit. But I, she, I think she sent the bitch home crying. Because, I mean, this is something. Now, I, I'm not saying anything against females. Women, excuse me. But if you're going to say something to somebody that you don't know, you better have tough skin. Because you don't know what that person's going to say. No, you can't control the reaction. I mean, that's the thing. Is you never know how motherfuckers going to react to shit. And and honestly, like, because I'm the king of just letting shit go. Like, mm -hmm. I just let shit go because I know how I am. And if you keep going, then I'm going to keep going. And then something's going to happen. But. But. You also have to know that you can't judge how a motherfucker going to react to the shit you're telling them. You don't know what day that motherfucker had. You don't know how motherfucker going to take the shit that you say. You don't know how you saying it. Because you intend to say it some way. But you don't know the way that shit coming out your mouth into somebody else's ears. And and just like I let shit that other people say go. If I see some shit and you ain't going to die. Nigga, that, that do you. Like if I see that shit. And I see motherfuckers. Because I see that shit when I'm in the stores and shit. Like if we stop by the gas station or whatever on our way to the lake or to hang out or do something 
Yeah. And I see motherfuckers grabbing beer, but it's like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I let the cashier tell that motherfucker that they can't buy it. Like, that's not my business. You do what the yeah. fuck you gonna do. Now, if somebody asks me and they like, yo, is this shit for sale? And I'm like, nah, fam, it's Texas. You ain't gonna be able to get shit till after 11 or, or, or 12 or whatever, depending on what day it is. Yeah. Like that ain't my that ain't my thing. And like she a vendor, she's stocking beer. I get it. You may wanna feel like you helping somebody out. But you know what? Maybe you should just shut the fuck up. Like just let the cashier tell like if they don't know, it ain't necessarily your job to tell a motherfucker you know, what the fuck is Guan's on. I mean, you know, I'm I'm fucking forty six years old. I don't need no fucking body telling me that shit. I've been here long enough. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I, I had a fucking van, dude. No, it's fine, man. That's what. That's what. That's what this is for. Shit. This is. This is. This is. This is public therapy. God damn it. Shit, man. <coughs> oh. <clears throat> I went to uh, work Friday, right? Oh, you went in. You ain't drive though, did you? They had me uh, posted up in Mueller. <clears throat> did you know Mueller has um, what? Is, what do you call those um, low-income family homes out there? Yeah, apartments. Yeah, I didn't know that shit. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a mixed income community. Huh? It's a mixed income community. For them to be able to build it, they had to put so many low income homes over there. Yeah, they put them motherfuckers in the corner. <laughs> yeah, they gonna put them shits in the front. <laughs> Who gonna buy a house with the with the with the with the pretty projects in the front? Like, it don't look bad. But shit, man. I wonder, I'm kind of curious about what it looks like. I Let mean, me live there. Shit. They're newer. Because uh, <laughs> one of the girls, because you know the, the company I work for is right on the other side of the fence. Mm. Really? Yeah. The company I work for took over the hangars from the old airport. So mm-hmm. like the, the, the fence that separate the parking lot for the HEB. Yeah. Yeah, the old, those old hangars, that's, that's the company I work for is over there. Okay. So I go over there all the time. Yeah, well, I think tomorrow, or I'm, I might not be there. I, who knows? I could be on Georgian. I could be on what is it, 183 and MLK. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling. There's, I think, 13 spots, but we're providing a Wi-Fi service for those who don't have it. Mm-hmm. So we got to pull up, you know, do whatever on the computer. We got a banner on the bus and just sit there for eight hours. Oh. Okay. And I sat there and I was like, uh, for how long? Oh, from one day. All right, well, what about what you told me about the 8 to 4? I want to do paperwork here from 8 to 4. So, but, but we, we need you to do this. It's like, God damn it. All right. Because one, man, if I sit down too long, I think I may have nerve damage. I told you about that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you about me going to the doctor. Yeah. 
And they stuck me and all that shit. I tell you that. They stuck you? Yeah, I had to go get checked for nerve damage. Yeah, I remember you told me that, but I don't think you told me what the fuck happened. Uh, if something happens to you, which I hope doesn't, and your nerves, like, because it feels like my pinky and this finger is trying to go to sleep. Uh-huh. But... It's like that feeling like it's trying to, and it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, you get that, so that pins and needles feeling. Yeah. And then I got that feeling in my hands and well, my, what's it, my forearms to my hands, my shins to my pinky toe and the toe beside that. Every now and see it, but it's happening right now in this hand, mm-hmm. my right hand. But what happened to the doctor at Nova, they sat there and they told me, well, I'm going to go have to get checked for that. I thought I was going to lay in the machine and get scanned, okay. you know? So I, I, I didn't know anything, you know? I went in. It's, uh, what, 7703 Lamar? But uh filling out the paperwork, and I was like, uh, needles. Electric. Electric probing or something. Electric something. I was going to get shocked, in other words. And I was like, wait a minute. I just sat there and I was like, that bitch didn't tell me nothing about this shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I, didn't, I wasn't mentally prepared for that. Right. And I immediately, just I started pouring sweat. Because, I mean, so I went in, laid down on the table. What, what did he do first? He went and he he marked, you know, like right here, right there, here, probably, yeah, right here, and right there, you know, and then on the inside of my my thumb. So he's, and then he put these wires and he hooked it around my pinky. Twice, and then right here. And then he put one on right here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. He says, all right, Jeremy, um, you're going to feel some discomfort. I was like, huh? You're going to feel some discomfort. I was like, well, this is the uh, electrical probing. You know, I was like, probing? You know, I just looked and said, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 what, nigga? <laughs> probing. <laughs> so... He had these, like, a, it looked like a, a stun gun. He had these prongs on it. And I was just, oh, my God. Oh, my. So he put put them in certain areas where the nerves are. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, Jeremy, you're going to feel something. You're going to feel something. It's like, shit, shit, shit. I was flopping like a fish. He, it was like 20, 20 let's say 20 minutes on each arm. Uh-huh. And I don't know how long it was on my legs. And then he had to do my neck and back. Jesus. When he was done with my right side, I had, yeah, I had to turn, 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 turn over, you know, switch over so we can get my left side. And I looked in the trash can. It was halfway full with uh, cotton swabs with blood. Jesus. I was like, man, 
I've been bleeding like this, and it's like, Jeremy, you're sweating a lot. It's like, nigga, you stuck me with needles and electrocuted me. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot about to tell you about the needles. You know, nigga, this nigga, nigga, you part of the Tuskegee experiment. <laughs> it felt like I was getting stung by a honeybee or maybe a hornet in some areas. You know, I just had to sit there and take it. Doing it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I said, hey, man. We're going to use the old school on. treatment. <laughs> Niggas don't feel pain like horses. <laughs> Like, you know, you're going to do the same thing on the other side. It's unfortunate. What about my back? Unfortunately, said Jeremy, we got to do this. Were they just testing, like, the responsiveness of your nerve endings or some shit to see if them shits was moving? Evidently, it's something about how what the the readings go on the computer. Uh-huh. And then he has to go and do some calculations that I don't know. So he said that he said that he didn't see anything. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't? I said, look, man, while we're sitting here talking, my my hands are going, you know, this, this is happening right now. He says, I'm not saying it, but, you know, I have to do my calculations first. Uh-huh. I just don't see anything. I was like, you need to find something, man. Somebody need to fix this. You know, and uh, so he has to send it out and then send it to uh, Nova. But by the time he got done, that trash can was full. God damn. That waste bin. It was just like a, like a, like an office trash can, like a little bit bigger than office yeah. trash can. Yeah, like one of the little half joints. Yeah. God. And man, when he hit me, when he got my back. I was I'm sitting here doing the Harlem Shake, man. <laughs> it was fucked up. Jeremy, take this money. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Oh, that's so, fucking crazy. So yeah, they they got me um, doing that, and we're going going to be doing that as far as the um, the Wi-Fi. And I said, man, I asked her. I was like, well, what were these people doing before this Corona shit happened? They didn't have Wi-Fi then. Stealing niggas' cable. That's what they was doing. <laughs> Stealing niggas' internet. True. <laughs> I was like, well, how come they can't do it now? They they still doing it now. They don't give a fuck. Oh, well, whenever we leave, but we post up. I think there's like nine, maybe 13 buses that are posted up all through Austin. Yeah, man, they, they do that shit. They do that, like, they do that shit, but they mostly do that shit for, like, um, for, like, events, for, like, South By and shit. Yeah. And now right. they're trying to make it seem like, oh, we give a fuck about the community. Man, y'all don't give a fuck about them niggas, man. Because they ain't got no, like... I can understand you doing that shit when motherfuckers is trying to find jobs and do all the other shit because, you know, you can't apply for a job if you ain't got an email address or if you can't, like, submit an application online. Like... And school's out. Yeah, so... Why clean up the kids? Say what? School's out. Yeah, I know. So, like, 
they just this is more performative bullshit that companies is doing and motherfuckers is trying to justify like hey you know hey we're here for the community and blah 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 like man look fam i mean i appreciate the free porn because that's all niggas is doing on it <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh porn hub is getting a lot of hits Shout out to Spank Bang. If you ain't on Spank Bang, if you like the real dirty bitches. Hold on. Chuck. <laughs> What's up? I think it was before the end of May. You know, I was couldn't do nothing but lay in the bed or lay down. Oh, here we go. Oh, hold on. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Get, get your shit off. Kind of. <laughs> Tell you why I stopped looking at porn. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's the, I'm a two reasons. <laughs> See, I should have wrote that six name. Some, I cannot I believe I'm about yeah. to hear. Sorry about why Jeremy stopped looking at porn. Now listen, Doc. God, what is her name? The chick's pussy look like a fucking axe wound, dude. This black chick. Oh, here we go. Name. You hate black women, Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) I can the name and show you. God, what is her name? Why do you think I hate black women? I'm just joking, man. I don't think you hate black women, man. Isn't it? So, ah, I can't think of her fucking name. It ain't it's, important. Her, it just looked like the dude was just throwing his dick in the pussy, and then throwing her, throwing his dick in her ass, like it was just whatever. Foot long, just. And she was just taking it. I was just. So that made you give up on the whole genre? Well, hold on. That's that's the beginning. So I put it on some BBC white chick bullshit. Oh, here we go. This right. is short. Dot com. <laughs> and uh, dude was fucking her. She was, you know, they were standing up. You know, she was just, you know, he was just. You know, so he pulls out, pulls out, and puts it back in. He gives his own self head and puts it back in the pussy. <laughs> was it an older dude? No. Was he? He probably had been in his thirties or late twenties. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not the nigga I'm thinking about. Yeah, I don't watch none of his shit. His shit get wild. Because there's an older dude. He like in his late 40s. And that motherfucker had the chick. Guns on him. Huh? You talking about the guy with the guns on him? Yeah. And he had a chick (laughs) stick a pinky in in his dick hole one time. I was like, nope. Can't watch this shit. (laughs) That's that motherfucker with the... uh... I hate that nigga. (laughs) Hold on, he, he ball head, right? Yes. Yes. And, he, he, and he, he, the other reason why I can't watch, 
Like, look, man, I, I try to support black people in everything they do. I cannot watch niggas in porno. I can't. Because one, they do weird shit. Two, they keep their shoes on the whole goddamn time. How the fuck did you take your jeans off and still have Timberlands on, nigga? That, that shit don't make no sense. Now that guy, that fucking kiss, I seen that shit. Now I seen the motherfucker put his shoes, his uh, Tim's back on. Like, uh, <laughs> worse. Just, That's um, worse. <laughs> and, and why you still got your fitted on, fam? <laughs> Butt naked with a fitted socks and Timberlands on. That don't make no sense. Now you talking about Mr. Marcus, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, stay in that shit. The only motherfucker I can watch. And why are we talking about the dudes? This is weird. <laughs> well, this is the reason why. The reason why I stopped watching porn. Hey, look, I ain't trying to talk about the motherfucker. The only dude that's tolerable is Lexington Steel because he an OG and he handled his business. Lex, yeah. <laughs> That's a smooth motherfucker, man. Yeah, I don't man, care what that you... nigga's a role model. He's smooth. He's like, yeah, you know, I... he, he, he a smooth motherfucker. But dude, he give his own self head and put it back in the pussy. What is the bitch's name? I don't know. I don't want to know because I, I don't want to look this shit I'm up. Gonna find, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the name. I'm gonna send it to you. All right. <sighs> I can't promise I'm gonna look at that shit. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm not saying. All you got to do is like, uh, what is that? Uh, tri- X and X? Oh, X? Uh, triple X vids? Yeah. You know how they just got the picture? I know them shits. Yeah. Okay, well, all you got to do is look at the picture. And every single one of her is an axe wound. And, and, and that's another yeah, thing. Man, but I mean, that's the thing, though. They're not all A-listers, man. Uh, yes, she you is. Did- you get what? Yes. Cause you get you she is. You get into some wild shit when you start. As a matter of fact, I can. Let me get my other phone. Give me a second. This nigga got two phones. <laughs> no, it's just this phone still has internet. I got two phones. <laughs> 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 you about to about to look at the pussy and be like y'all want to see a dead body you know what I felt like you remember when uh, Joy Diaz said he, he saw uh, he, he went to a whorehouse for the first time and he was getting ready to um, get his dick sucked but the woman, the hooker, sat there and, and got this um, rag out of a with used water. It looked like a spit bucket from a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fam, how you come to a whole house and a bitch got a spittoon next to her bed? <laughs> but it was a rag in it. It was a wash rag. <laughs> For what? Yeah, so, you know, wash her, you know, clean dick, whatever. Like, bitch, you gonna wash the bucket with that motherfucker? <laughs> well, Joy was sitting there the whole time because he didn't want to do it, but in his head, he's all, Mommy, hola me, Mama, hola me. <laughs> you know, talking about Mommy, help me. <laughs> oh my God. 
Okay. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, man. Um, let's see. How can I put it in? I can't remember what black team. <laughs> oh, I don't know what it is. Shit, black team. <laughs> Think we gonna be in the middle of the podcast? The FBI gonna bust through your window? <laughs> and the cops, the cops went downstairs. I heard them kick the dough in and and drag some like three dudes out. Oh shit! Oh my god! BBC. Okay, let's see what they got for me. <laughs> Ebony team. That's probably it. Oh, shit. Yo, did porno ruin the name Ebony? Because <laughs> I ain't met a black chick named Ebony since I was in like the 12th grade. <laughs> 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 you imagine her, some chicken named Ebony in the 8th grade, <laughs> just walking through school, a word? <laughs> <laughs> When was the last time that name was used? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Motherfuckers just stop naming their daughters that shit. <laughs> Say like, man, I can't watch this shit. <laughs> you mention you on porn up and you see your daughter's name just pop up every time. <laughs> <sighs> Oh my God! He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and, and watch church videos for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I think I found it. Oh shit! Hold on. No, it ain't it. But still, um, but ugh. <laughs> said, ugh. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> oh shit is I can't it's, believe you gave it up cold turkey, man. That's crazy. It, I I I I couldn't I couldn't do it no more, man. I ain't supposed to be seeing that shit. See, you know what? It ain't even really the content because none of that shit ever bothered me. It's the the prevalence of incest videos or fake incest or whatever. Like you look and everything is stepdad, stepdaughter, mother, son. Like wow, like like fam, come on man. Who is Buck Wild? Buck Wild is that who it is? Buckwild.com. Oh Jesus. Yeah, man, you can't be going on shit like that. Nigga, that is the dark web of porn. <laughs> uh nah dog. That's just niggas in their basement making <laughs> 
That's the kind of shit DJ Yellow was making after he left NWA. I'm going to show you. Just give me a second. Because I just... Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I can't look at that. Okay. This is fucking about to pass out. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna show you. But okay, but it's got Becky Buck Wild. But okay, I'm just gonna put it on her because there's three different people. And this, hold on, I'm gonna turn the box. Well, fuck it. Which? That's not what I saw. Sorry, dog. That's this whole. I don't. I don't understand why people like watching or fucking women in the ass. I. I. I, I fucking nasty, dude. I, this can't be her. She's too. Oh Jesus, fam. Yeah, man, you gotta stop going to shit like buckwild.com. I didn't go to buckwild.com. I just hit on something. Is I forget what it was that I typed in, and I clicked on it, and then I just hit some. I just hit whatever. Jesus Christ! Because uh, a lot of times, you know, you think it's like regular shit. Next thing you know, all they doing is. Fucking a bitch in the ass. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, I mean that's popular, man. They, they. I don't know why, but you know that's that's their thing. I mean, it's like I was messing around with Chastity, dude. That's all she wanted me to do. I was like, I don't like doing it. And it's just, you know, because <laughs> well, well, why? It's like it's. It feels like I'm fucking a balloon knot. <laughs> and then she got upset because I said it because I was talking about her. It felt like I was fucking a balloon knot. Oh, I don't mean to sidetrack your, your your story, but Erica told me that one of the uh, restaurants or one of the bars that got to stay open during the pandemic Mm-hmm. Because apparently they sell more food than they do liquor mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. With spinners. Who? Spinners off of 290. Spinners, spinners. Where we met Chassie and her friends that night, that dirty ass restaurant. Yeah, niggas are buying food there. <laughs> I was like, fail. That shit wasn't sanitary before the pandemic. <laughs> Nigga, you. <laughs> Like fam, if you eating food from spinners, Rona is the least of your worries. I didn't know they sold food. <laughs> we got some pickled pig gristle. Fam, I thought the only thing they sold in that bitch was condoms with holes in them. 
Were there a bunch of meth heads in there, man? Yes! Yeah, cause you remember old girl that was supposed to be our waitress? Looked like she weighed like three pounds. <laughs> Had the nerve to have that motherfucking miniskirt on. <laughs> that bitch thighs wouldn't touch when she crossed her legs. Dennis. I was like, how the fuck did they get to stay open? And you know the motherfuckers that own that bitch don't give a fuck. They like, fam, if you've been if you've been hanging out here for the last couple years, you immune to coronavirus, nigga. <laughs> did you see that post that I put about uh, what was it, Texas ladies? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> You can survive Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, you've been to any of the places we did, like, fam. Woo! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been to Hot Bodies between 04 <laughs> and 08, <laughs> if you was it. If you if you was in the bitches during that one year where they was remodeling the other side and they pushed all of that shit to that one side, nigga, <laughs> you can you can live through anything. <laughs> you know, I went there on their third day opening. I believe it. And I, I was I asked them if they had any Michelob. Like, no, we just got blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you like Michelob's? Yeah, it's my favorite beer. It's next time you come here, we're going to have it. Went, went back there, and it's like, you know, nobody drinks this. I said, you know, you want a Michelob? Uh, yeah, here. Thank you. Free? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the people that owned it was always cool, man. You remember that one night, that one morning, they brought everybody fucking breakfast. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, it was some bullshit tacos, but... It's the thought, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, all the times we should have got kicked out that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, man, you can't... <laughs> just come up to you and talk to you like they're your homeboy. Hey, fam, you can't just... <laughs> We running a business, sir. I was like, all right, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it was that bitch fault, though. <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. I remember um, Shane met me there one night. I was playing pool with this black chick. And she's probably your height. Just thick. Just, just, I was like, oh, goddamn, shit. Playing pool with her. And she just, she was just messing with me, you know, trying to get me to miss and all this stuff. And then by the time Shane came in, she hopped up on the table and started twerking her ass in the corner pocket, talking about making it in the hole. I was like, which one? <laughs> you know, because. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which one? Because you tell me whatever one, I'll probably have to put this stick down. So long story short, uh, I, she got drunk. She's her ass is in my lap, and then she's laid over. I think in some chick's lap, right? The um, the bouncer comes walking up, and he's all. I, was like, I just looked at him. I was like, man, huh? Like, mm mm. You know, so he comes up, flies it to the side. I'm like, what? And he's just all in there. I was just, and then he walks away. She sits up. Was that you that did that? You were nigga. Did you like? Be the fifth. Be the fifth. Five. One, two, three, four, fifth. It's because she says, you know, because, you know, because I don't care if you, if you were doing it. I was like, you don't? This is now. I said, fuck it. <laughs> so, you know, that was in front of everybody. They didn't give a shit, man. I mean, and then they changed names, and I guess the owner sold. Uh, what happened, you know? What? Uh... The owner. Cause, uh, oh, cause... man. Ain't no telling, man. The strip clubs in, in Austin change names and ownership every couple fucking years. Cause you know the the people that the people that own the Pink Monkey own Hot Bodies. And, really? Yeah. And the wild shit is is the Pink Monkey is where all the real wild shit used to happen. As much shit that used to happen at fucking Hot Bodies, the Pink Monkey was worse. <laughs> Because a couple times I went to the pig, I saw some shit. I was like, oh. You know, they got another one on Deshaw, right? No, I've not heard. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've been lacking in my in my strip club. But, uh, one of the girls, uh, she told me this, uh, I think, beginning of the, no, ending of the year last year. She told me about that. And she was trying to get me to go, and was like, "Man, I ain't, just, I ain't going with her," <laughs> which I should have. Probably would have been having a good time. Oh yeah, man! You know that shit is always the best when when you go to the strip club with a girl. That shit is fucking great. I've never gone to a strip club with a girl and not had a good time. The next day might be awkward as fuck. But that night, that shit is great. You remember when we went to uh, Expose and I can't remember if it was some chicks that came there or if it was the strippers. But at the end of the night, I was supposed to hook up with one because she was like, well, I ain't never been with a black guy, blah, 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 blah. I was like, whatever, you know? Yeah, and then when she found out I won't drive, and she just looked at me and got in the car with her friends, and they left. You remember that? Yes, I do. Bitch, get a fuck. 
I hundred percent remember that shit. I remember, look, fam. A couple of fucking exposés. <laughs> you know, those times we went, it was just uh That is top shelf white woman right there. <laughs> I keep looking at my arms because I, I can still feel the... Uh, All the needles and shit? Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, man, that was... Mr. Midgets, man, that was... Could you imagine if everybody that I tried to get, get to go at H-E-B to come with us? Yeah. How much fun if we would have had? What do you mean? We had fun, but still. Fail. If it would have just been Lynn and Leon. Yeah. Because Leon would have got them bitches high as fuck <laughs> on a, not even a, a quarter gram. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let. It's like, is it safe for you? Probably not. <laughs> your little ass kidneys. <laughs> Good scammer. <laughs> Good scammer. Yeah. Fam, look, man. That was that was that was that was an epic night. That was an epic goddamn night. Did I hear about that on the radio? I don't remember, cause I had just started working there. I remember you the one that told me about it, cause you was like, I'd only been working there for like a week. <laughs> When we went, and you was like, yo, man, I heard about these midgets at the strip club, and don't nobody want to go. I was like, nigga, I'll go. <laughs> two things I love, strip clubs and midgets. You put them shits together. Fam, I am there. Hold on, man. I'm going to do something about this. It's hot here. Oh, go ahead, man. I'm finna. I gotta go get me another drink. So, and I think my plant's gonna die, man. All right, what's up, man? I think my plant's gonna die. Oh, yeah. We've been doing. Uh, we've been doing planting. Erica bought some palm trees and some hibiscus for the backyard. She wants like a tropical area. I think she's just pissed because we didn't get to go to Hawaii this year. Because we were supposed to go after Sully's uh, graduation. I mean, I'm pissed too, but I'm not, nigga, I wasn't going to buy a tree. I mean, how long does it take for a palm tree to grow? I have no fucking idea. Like, nigga, all this shit that I wanted to build is in here and in the garage. Because we bought a... Uh, we bought a heavy bag. Put that motherfucker in yesterday. Take it to uh, Eastside Succulents. Look at some plants, man. They got some good shit out there. Oh, no. She's been looking. Has she been there? I don't think so. Well, fam, we live all the way in fucking Maine. Like, it's not like it's right there. <laughs> She's been looking at places around here, like Aaron and Pflugerville and shit. I don't know nothing about that shit. But I know about Eastside Succulents. It's yeah. worth it's worth the drive. 
Because yeah, I, I don't know shit about plants. The reason why I'm so into those plants is because they they do good in um in this weather. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, palm trees grow on the fucking beach in the desert, so they should be okay here but in Texas. But and plus, she didn't buy like babies. She bought like they're like two feet tall already. And they've already like sprouted their leaves and shit, but the the plants are only supposed to get like ten ten to twelve feet high. The one she got. The hibiscus is gonna be a little bit harder though. Uh don't palm trees the bark peels off in the wintertime? I don't know. I think they do. Cause but everywhere I've been, everywhere well, everywhere I've lived that has palm trees, the temperature's the same all the time. California, the temperature is the same in the winter and the summer. True. And in Hawaii, the, bark, the temperature is the same in the winter and the summer. The, I think the bark does come up. You, I, I, there's something about the bark, and you need to do something. And oh. if you don't, it's, it'll rot the tree. Oh, I have no idea. It's like, you, it's like in other it's words, like it, when it sheds. Yeah, when it grows, it sheds. And you need to take that bark off. Something I imagine like that. But, I mean, if it happens, if it does, I'm sure I'm the one that's going to have to do it. Because, like, she bought the trees and I was the one that had to plant them shits. I spent all Saturday morning digging holes. So. Damn. Out there singing them old Negro spirits. Mm -hmm. I sure could use some tea, Miss Ann. Wow. <laughs> It's hot out here. <laughs> <laughs> Give us us free. <laughs> like when Mike Epps was talking about he was getting messed with by the slave slave master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that nigga's a fool. <laughs> what it look like? German Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, baby German Shepherd <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what the fuck he said about the German Shepherd pussy or something. Anyway, man. <sighs> on your ways, though. Nothing, man. I've Honestly, the last, because we've been like, you know, the whole tree thing. And then I put up the heavy bag yesterday. Like, I literally have just been in the house and looking at bullshit on the internet. I did watch that, but I'm not going to lie. Because, like, I usually don't give a fuck about none of that celebrity shit. But watching Jada Pinkett Smith explain why she cheated on Will Smith with this nigga. <laughs> I, had to, I, I couldn't watch all of it. I'm sorry, that shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> An entanglement. Yes. <laughs> Fail. That's some nigga shit to say. <laughs> you can really tell Jada Pinkett Smith is from fucking Baltimore. You know she from the hood. That's some shit. That's some shit your cheating ass uncle tell your auntie. <laughs> nah, baby, I was in an entanglement. <laughs> It's 
hard out there in them streets. Yeah, you know how it is, man. Man, that bitch, that bitch tricked me. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't do. <laughs> you know who you married, nigga. <laughs> you married a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is the way Will was sitting across the table looking at her like, you know I've been fucking them white girls. <laughs> Like, Will don't give a fuck. Will's like, fam. Will sit up there like Johnny Taylor. It's cheaper to keep her, goddamn. He's like, I either gotta kill this bitch or just stay with her. Cheaper to keep her. He's like, I got a half a billion dollars. You think I'm about to get You think I'm about to have a quarter billion dollars? Hell no. Fuck who you want. I've been doing it. All right. <laughs> It's, it's just the fact, when I think whenever she said, well, I haven't been happy in, in such a long time, and I saw his expression. <laughs> now, Will, Will was looking at her like, bitch, you should have been cheating like me. <laughs> just, just out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> Will coming in the house whistling like that Cialis nigga. <laughs> See Alice Bob. Hey Will, you got a new haircut? Hell no. <laughs> Just got my dick sucked by <laughs> by an extra <laughs> on the set of Bad Boys Night. <laughs> I, I I just got back from Mile Now. Hell yeah. <laughs> See what's up with the mile now, girl. Uh, yeah, he's like, man, nigga, me, Bow Wow, and Nick Cannon been right through these bitches. <laughs> yeah. Telling them I'm a producer. <laughs> for, for for the longest, I always thought that, that Redhead was just horrible looking. Oh, Justina Valentine? Yeah. But then I, I Googled her. Shit. I, 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 this shit. I, <clears throat> that is top shelf white woman right there. <laughs> Goddamn devil. I did this was I wanted just to see I wanted to see the titties and the ass. Mm-hmm. I kept seeing clips of the video. Okay. And uh, that the um that rat six nine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What is it? Trolling? Mm-hmm. Seen that video? No. It was a music video? Yeah, Nicki Minaj got some pretty fucking titties, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen Nicki Minaj's titties before. I've seen the titties. It looks nice in this video. That's all I'm saying. They did that. She paid good money for them shits. She she, she showed in. Yeah, Nicki Minaj is is pretty. I mean, she married a fucking pedophile, but I mean, cool. She married. She married some nigga that's a pedophile. (laughs) 
how do you how do you know he's a pedophile? Because when she married him, like she was hiding that she was married to the dude. And then people found this thing, and they found the paperwork, and they put nigga got arrested for for sexual misconduct with a fourteen year old. He was fourteen when they got married. No, she married him after he was charged with. So yeah, nigga got out of jail. Okay. And they got married. She's like, "Well, I love him," and he was like, "Well, the bitch didn't tell me she was fourteen. And I was like, "Fam, now look, I know some fourteen year olds can put on some makeup and look a certain way, but." When you take the plastic off, <laughs> you're like, fam. <laughs> like, at some point. <laughs> Did I tell you when me, Ryan, and uh, uh, Shane went to the fe- this festival down on the... Uh, it was some festival going on. And we were standing like on the like where the edge of the crowd, and then there's uh, the food trucks and shit. I was smoking a cigarette, and these these three bitches started walking up. You know, and I was looking at them. I was like, eh, "Something ain't right." Uh, so I just ignored them. They kept looking over at us. Ryan, hey Jeremy, uh, oops, girls are looking over at, at you. And so they looking this way. They ain't looking at me. So, yes, they are. Ryan, shut up. Says, "Won't you go say something?" Something ain't right. You scared? I'm not scared. I'm trying to figure this out, man. I'm not going I over. I mean, there. I'm scared of the police. That's what I'm scared. Of. <laughs> so they were looking, and I was like, ah. and then they come over and have a cigarette. All right, I, I I give them one. And yeah, I was I was a little high, and I really wasn't that drunk yet. Mm-hmm. A little high. You know. It's just, all right, so they're, they're talking and everything. I'll give them number and whatever, blah, blah, blah. She calls me up, uh, I think, two weekends later, asking, to, hey, can come pick me up, come hang out. So me, Hippolito, uh, me, Hippolito, I can't remember those other two guys' names, but we went to go pick them up. Or Hippolito, I can't remember that guy's name. But, uh, so we pulled up to the driveway, just the beginning of the driveway, and they ran out. And I'm sitting here, I was like, hey, hey, man, um, doesn't this look like something you would have done in high school? Like, huh? And, and, and I'm still thinking something ain't right. Why are we going to pull up to the beginning of the driveway and then they come rushing to the car? Right. Got in the car. She jumps in my lap. And then two of her friends come in. I'm looking at her friends. I was like, wait a minute. And then guys in the front seat are looking at me like, Jeremy, what the fuck? I was like, but then I looked at her. Because of her friends, she looked young as shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just, I was like, uh, hold it, y'all, as we're, we're driving back over to Shane's. Just, well, how old am I? I said, I'm not playing this game. Um, 
come on, just you didn't tell me how old you were. When I, y'all come up, and start talking to me. Just, just, just guess. I'm not guessing. Please, hold her. So, we got to uh, Shane's. Uh, what was it? Let's just say they're all three of them are fifteen. Oh, man! At the time, land of Goshen's. <laughs> probably twenty-six, twenty-five, twenty-six. And I was like, "What do you mean? You are fifteen? Oh, we're fifteen. Get off my lap." He says, "What's wrong?" You know, just get off my lap, you know. Well, first off, we over, we just got here. Just get off my lap. They, we go up the stairs. You know, Shane and Lindsay are outside of their apartment and everything. And Lindsay knew straight out the gate. Oh, 100%. Well, I mean, look, man. Lindsay, Lindsay know a hoe. They know they own, man. Says, <sighs> Jeremy, what the fuck? Hey, I didn't know. I did not know how. You, as a matter of fact, you asked Shane what the fuck. He was there whenever I first met him. I was, I was, I was. They were there saying I was just scared. I didn't want to talk to him when I was trying to figure out why I thought something wasn't right. Yeah, fifteen. No, ain't nothing gonna come from that. But that's the only thing that's gonna come out that shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's it. What did happen? Her mom did come up because I I was uh, working at the shoe department. What a, what, a, was, what a mama look like? It um at Barton Creek Mall in Sears. Her mom come up to me and she's fine, you know. And she just she walked up and I thought she was trying to buy some because I worked in the women's department mm-hmm. shoes. Nigga, um, you was Al Bundy. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> <laughs> that admit. is top shelf white woman right there. <laughs> she starts talking to me. She starts asking me questions. But I was like, I thought she was trying to look up. But then she she said something about her daughter. And I was like, huh? You know, blah blah blah. And then I looked up, and then she walks across. I was like, what's going on? It's like, you do know my daughter, don't you? Like, okay, what's going on? Because you look like you're just a little bit too old to be talking to my daughter. Uh, Oh, I forgot. When we dropped them off? Yeah. The police were there. Oh Jesus! So, I don't. We weren't close to the house, but they told us to stop. We saw the lights in the driveway. So her mom called the cops. Oh, 100 percent. And they didn't get home till probably four thirty, five. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you took one of them white girls where their parents actually give a shit about them. Mexican. Oh, she's Mexican. Okay. Friends were white. Oh. Mm. It's just, 
I just one thing I couldn't understand is is okay, you can go to those festivals. Um what is that one downtown? Um, like on a Riverside? If you keep going straight on Riverside? Uh-huh. And then you got that uh uh that stadium or whatever to the left, and then the fields to the right where they have the. I festival. know what you're talking about, but I can't remember which one it is. There's Ain't so it. many of them, but yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, because that's like Butler Park and all that shit over there. Butler Park, is it? No. Well, okay, where they have the Marley Fest at? Yeah, that's Butler Park. Okay, right there it is. Yeah. So, I don't know what they called it before, but now they call it Butler Park because I think they changed the name, but now it's called Butler Park. Ladybird, Ladybird. Well, no, that's Ladybird. Well, it used to be called Ladybird Lake, and now it's well, no, now it's called Ladybird Lake. It used to be called Town Lake, but so like where the where the building is, where the Palmer Event Center is, that area across the street from it is Auditorium Shores. Auditorium Shores. And then the area right next to it, that big grassy area with the hill right next to it, that's Butler Park. We're at our Auditorium Shores. Okay. But, uh, so yeah, and so it it was it was kind of looking kind of bad for me, you know, because I, I, hey, all I told her is like, ma'am, okay, I I just couldn't say nothing else, but yeah. just okay, you know, just is there anything else I can help you with? No, just. Don't call my daughter. I was like, okay, you're right. Yeah, because I mean, what now you can say after that? You like, you 100% right, bitch. I wasn't you're trying right. to call her. You should have been like, look, ma'am, I don't want to get into your family's business, but your daughter's a hoe. The bitch came with me. <laughs> I know. I know. I know you can't have that kind of smoke. But. You can't talk- Mexican, no Hispanic woman, no hoe. In public, I'm like, look, man. I know what you're saying. I met her at a place. Oh, nah. I'd be like, look, man. I met her at a place where I assumed everybody was of age. Mm-hmm. So I didn't ask at the time, but the next day, in a different yeah. setting. Yeah, I asked, and that's the reason why we brought them home. I'm not trying to accuse you of anything. I'm not trying to say anything about your daughter. I'm telling you what the fuck happened. You take it however you want to take it. All right? You don't want me to call your daughter? I can assure you, ma'am, I will never call your daughter. (laughs) Now, you on the other side, what's going on? (laughs) Because I can tell from the way your daughter's acting, she needs a father figure. No. <laughs> I mean, hey, her mom was fine. No, I bet she was. Yeah, that's probably what got her on that whole path. Like, hey, so before you go, what's up? Hey man, what, what 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 that thing smell like? <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Yeah. So, yeah, man. You know, I sit here and I think about all the trash that I've gotten into. The 24 years that I've been here. Mm-hmm. It feels like I should have been here all my life. <laughs> well, I mean, nigga, you are who you are. Like, you know what I'm to... saying is, I've done too much shit in 24 years. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I did a lot of shit. And I did a lot of shit when I was in North Carolina for 24 years. <laughs> you didn't make it do a lot of shit. Huh? You the nigga that do a lot of shit. <laughs> like, damn, that's just I, I realized that when I was just like, oh, yeah, everywhere I go, I meet the same kind of people. I get into the same type of shit. And I realize it's not the place, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's just all it is. But come on, Chuck. Nine times out of ten, we ain't doing nothing crazy. Fam. We're hey. not doing we just there. No, because this thing you got to realize is regular people ain't there. <laughs> like, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing you got to realize. <laughs> what Bernie Mac say. Well, we're going to show up, I eat my cheese sandwich, I take my 15-minute break, and I go on the fuck <laughs> Like, no, that's not us. That's not what we do. <laughs> Regular people are like, oh, my God, they're doing cocaine on the table right here. We need to leave. We like, seems like a cool place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, like that's the thing, man. We 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 hang out. It's not that we doing wild shit. We just when we see other people doing wild shit around us, it don't freak us out, and we just like, you know what? I hang here for a little bit, <laughs> see what's popping. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> man, most people they walk into a strip club, they see a bitch eat Cheetos on the stage, they leave. <laughs> <laughs> I said Bayou, the Bayou. Oh no, I know that too. <laughs> that was fucked up. All them hoes out there just. We see four, four generations of bitches taking taking Hennessy shots at the bar at the Bayou. That's <laughs> yeah, fam. How the fuck? How the fuck you sitting on the side of a stripper stage in lingerie eating sunflower seeds? <laughs> Bitch, if you don't take your ghetto ass the fuck <laughs> You at work. <laughs> there is nothing sexy about what you doing right now. Was that that How come night? the only time how come the only motherfucker on the pole for the first hour we was there was the chick that was cleaning it that you got the phone number from? <laughs> Shoot all touch that pole for the first hour. <laughs> hey, that was that chick that worked at HEB that was messing with that older dude, Mexican dude. That was, um, I don't know, he stocked the shelves or something. I went to the, um, was it 
Pride? When Pride came? Oh, the fights? Yeah, I went to the fights. Uh, when I, I went to, and saw uh, Nick the Ghost, or Frank the Ghost. That was probably XFC. Yeah. Because Pride, Pride had been defunct for like, since like 90, 99. Okay. Um, it started 2004. This yeah, that was, was definitely XFC if it was here in Austin. It was XFC. Yeah. Because Chuck Norris was out there. Yeah, that was XFC. I went to that fight. I went to that fight. Is it? I'm not Chuck Norris. Chuck Liddell was there. Chuck Liddell was there the night I went. Okay. But yeah, no, that was that was definitely because here in Austin there was only two uh, two fight promotions. It was uh, sorry XFC and King of the Cage. Those were the only two like semi big regional fight promotions out here until well yeah until now because i don't even know if xfc is still around but i know king of the cage is still kicking around but they're like all over the southwest they're mainly in like uh phoenix or not phoenix in arizona and new mexico but every once in a while they do shows in texas hey who did you watch the fights yeah the main event? i did how did that i guess it's not I, they didn't show the main event. The main, wow. the, the 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 main event was boring as fuck. Like I respect Kamaru Usman. Like he's strong as fuck. He hit hard. He a good wrestler, but he boring as fuck to watch. So who won the fight? Usman won. He beat Masvidal, but Masvidal took the fight on six days' notice. So stop, stop, stop! Don't make that excuse for that guy. Oh no, I'm not making an excuse for him. I'm just saying like he but didn't get a he didn't get a chance to train. Like he literally spent the six day oh no, I know he talked a lot of shit. I'm not making an excuse. He said he could beat his ass and he lost badly. He didn't win a round in that fight. He did not win a round in that fight. And the thing is, is even if he did train, I still don't think he would have won a round in that fight. Because Kamal Usman is that much better of a wrestler. But the thing is, is when somebody is that much better of a wrestler, you hit them. The first thing they're going to do is grab your legs, take you down, and they're going to hold you down and beat the shit out of you. And that's what he did. He just took him down. Masvidal got up. He pinned him against the cage. He beat his ass for three minutes. They went out. The, the, the second round came. They went out. They struck for a little bit. Usman cracked him a couple times. Masvidal hit him hard. He took him down, pinned him up against the cage, beat his ass for three minutes. That shit was wash, rinse, and repeat for the last for the whole fight. Yeah. So, it's I mean, I can, I can say, I can say it because I've watched Jorge Masvidal fight a bunch of times and one thing that Jorge Masvidal is not good at is wrestling. He's not a good wrestler. He can stand up when a guy takes him down. He's good well, at that part. Huh? What made him think that he won't shit? He won't nothing. Oh. Yeah, he he don't believe that shit. He's just talking to try to get money fights. Jorge Masvidal's been fighting for 16 years. So, at this point, if he can get into a championship bout and make the money that you make for a championship bout on a pay-per-view, he's just trying to make money. He's talking shit to make money. He don't give. He don't really believe that shit. He kind of McGregor it. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're a professional fighter, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to try to get the most money at, the, at any time you can get it. I don't blame him for that. But, yo, anybody who thought he was actually had a shot at winning that fight, they're fucking crazy. 
Usman had been training for that fight for three months. He was in shape. He had a full camp. He wasn't like, fam, you don't get to get off the couch after not fighting for seven months or whenever his last fight was. Yeah. And go and beat a dude who's been training. Like, no, that's just not how it works. But if you could talk yourself into, into earning a half million dollars for fucking one night of work, you do it. Nate Diaz did it. That is true, but <laughs> but and this is the thing is Nate Diaz. The Diaz brothers are a special case because the Diaz brothers are never out of shape. The Diaz brothers run marathons and like swim from fucking San Francisco to Alcatraz in a off time. Them not normal niggas. And the other thing is, is the Diaz brothers are fucking crazy. <laughs> the Diaz brothers could have a championship fight one night. Win the belt, go to a bar to celebrate, and have a fucking bar fight the next. Like they don't give a fuck. Like those are some. That's a that's an extraordinary case. And also, how long had I been saying that Connor could get beat by anybody who could wrestle? I was like, oh no, he. Because soon as they announced that he was gonna fight Nate Diaz, I was like, oh, Nate can beat him. Cause Nate got like Nate can take that shot. And they hit just, that floor. Scar tissue, man. It just. Oh yeah, the scar tissue is nasty. But I mean, if they don't get cut, or if it's not in a place where the ref gonna stop it, I was like, yeah, fam. Connor gasses out. Connor, if you take Connor down in the second round or the third round, he ain't not gonna get back up because he not a grappler. He can't. He don't. He can't take that kind of pressure. I said the same thing about Ronda. I was like, yeah, Ronda get to a fight where a motherfucker can't take her down. Or uh, where she can't take somebody down, and she got to stand up and fight somebody, she gonna lose. You heard anything else on Cyborg, man? Cyborg has announced which fights she'll take. She's like, look, if Amanda want to fight, she'll fight Amanda. She's like, whoever it is, it's just got to be at one forty and up, because she can't make one thirty-five. And that's where Dana White's like, fuck you, right? Basically, because the thing was, honestly, it's not Dana's fault. It's those girls' fault because those girls can all make one. The girls at 135. That's the reason why her and Ronda never fought. Is because Ronda fought at 145 for like four years. She only did not want to go back up to 145. White's fault. Huh? That was Dana White's fault. He can't make them fight. Man, he was massaging her asshole the whole time she had that fucking belt. You know. Oh, no. 100%. Because she was making a lot of money. But they would have made a shit ton of money if 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 she would have been undefeated and her and Cyborg fought. When they were at the height, that would have made a shit ton of money for the UFC. And I guarantee you Dana was in her ear like, yo, take the fight. Take the fight. We can all make a shit ton of money. Because she would have made more money off of that fight during that time. Win or loss. Yeah. Win or lose. She would have had like a 50-50 pay-per-view split. Who wasn't buying that fucking pay-per-view? That's the thing. You'd have the two best female fighters in the world. Win or lose, she makes a ton of money. The same way she made a ton of money on all those other pay-per-views, but she would have made more money fighting Cyborg. She did not want to fight Cyborg. She would not go up to 
she wouldn't go up to 135. Or she wouldn't go past 135. Just, just kept talking all this shit. She won, the, she won the Olympics at 156. Her bronze medal was at 156. Uh, Rousey? Yeah. So, what's... She didn't want to fight her. Well, uh... It's just like when Cyborg... When they found out that Cyborg... When Cyborg announced, when she was like, look... I got down... Because I think she got to like 138 and her kidneys failed. And that's the reason why she stopped cutting the weight. And she's okay. like, I can't make 135. Okay, so... I'll take that out of my head then. I didn't know that. Yeah, she fucking her kidney stopped working at like when she got down to one thirty eight. She lost too much. She lost too much weight, and she couldn't do it. And people were like, "Well, lose muscle." And she's like, "Fam, it's not about muscle. Like, she just can't. She's a big. She's fucking big. (laughs) She's just big." I really wish she didn't fuck with those steroids and shit, man. Because I've seen them pictures, man. That was a sexy beast right Well, that's the thing. Is the shit that she got popped for is a steroid, but it's a diuretic. So, it's supposed to help you shed water weight. She was taking it to lose weight. Okay, and that's why... Yeah, yeah, that's why her face look all drawn out and shit. It made her more defined. Because all you got to do is look. She was on the the Brazilian national handball team. When she was like 18. And you can see her, her first fight is on YouTube. Now she don't have all the muscle and shit. She not all defined and shit. But she's still the same size when she was 18. She's just big. <laughs> it's just her body don't look soft anymore. Oh no it's not. She's been training like that. You remember when her body looked soft. No I remember. She's like she's what 35 now. I think this year was her 35th birthday. She been training like that since she was 18, 19 years old. She's been training like that for 16 years. Like, Because ain't it fucked up how they keep on talking about Nunez and how she's the only female in her camp and all that shit? And here you got fucking Cyborg been doing that shit the whole fucking time. Yeah. They never said that about Cyborg. They did. It's just it, it, female MMA was not as big. And man is getting all oppressed that Cyborg should have got. But like for the people who've been watching this shit forever, like they we knew. We always knew. But the thing is, is when you look at who the best girls have been over the past fifteen years, Amanda Nunes has beat all of them. Uh how come I just when she started to come around Cyborg, that's whenever I started hearing her name. Oh, that's because she was that's she had won the championship. But I ain't never seen her until it was close to her to start maybe. Oh like, no, man! I I well see that's the thing is I have I been watching I've been watching Amanda Nunes since she was in Strike Force and Bellator. I ain't never seen her until probably a year or two before that cyborg fight. Maybe yeah, a year. Yeah, because that's when the UFC started pumping her up. She had been on a ton of UFC cards before that. She had lost some. She had won some. Like the, the knock on her was that she was strong as fuck, but she ain't had no gas tank. She used to lose a lot of fights because motherfuckers would, would, would withstand the storm in the first round. Yeah. And in the second round, she would gas out and they would take her down and just beat her. Because she she didn't have no cardio, 
And she lost a ton of fights before that. But Amanda Nunes has been around for a while. She had been around for a while. And I was always like, she's good. But when she fight a motherfucker who could put her on her back, because even though she had, at the time, she had like a brown belt in jiu-jitsu or whatever, I was like, if somebody put her on her back, she's so used to dominating fights, she she wouldn't win. She wouldn't win if she got put on her back. Now, I've seen a fight where it looked like somebody exposed their shit. I can't remember. I can't remember who the fuck it was, but somebody exposed her. Damn it. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Amanda Nunes has her flaws. She can be beat. Yeah. That's like, let's say four fights ago. Five fights ago. Somebody exposed her ass. She fought somebody and they could have got it. Yeah. Yeah. But, There's a couple people that can do it. The The problem is, is she fixed the one thing that really made her super vulnerable. On cardio. Yeah. It, well, no, she used to go so hard at motherfuckers in the first round trying to knock them out that if she didn't knock them out in the first round, when they got into the second and third round, she, did, she didn't have shit left. So she learned how to pace herself, and she learned how to use that strength, and she learned how to jab. Because, like, before, she didn't jab. She just came out throwing, throwing fucking bombs at you the whole goddamn time. Well, And she did- was exciting as fuck to watch. But she took a ton of damage and lost a bunch of fights that she shouldn't have lost early on. What did Dana White say about Cyborg and her fighting? I don't know. Dana, Dana had, had it set up. No, 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 no. Now. Not back then. I'm talking oh. about now. Um, he, said he, he said he would talk about it. He said he would end a negotiation. He said he would negotiate with it, but I think it's because uh, Cyborg's boyfriend is her manager now, and Dana does not like that motherfucker. Why not? I don't know. That's the guy that had his head kicked in or something? Nah, nah, nah. He's some white dude with like a blonde fucking spiky mohawk or some shit. Whoa, wasn't she married to somebody named Cyborg? Yeah, they've been divorced for years. How how do you know motherfuckers' personal life like this? Because they were both fighters and I follow fighting. Uh, I I mean, I followed fighting too, but I didn't know that. Yeah, that was, uh, his name was, uh, something Cyborg. Yeah, his name was Cyborg too. It was, uh, Santos. She put the Chris in front of first. Yeah. Yeah, his name started with an E. I can't remember what his name was, but yeah, he uh fought he fought Nick Diaz in Strike Force in I want to say 05 for the Strike Force uh welterweight belt, and uh that's the dude that got the dent put in his head because Nick Diaz put a dent in his head. He elbowed him and dented his fucking forehead. I was saying. Yeah, that's- yeah, that was her ex husband. Yeah. So two years after that fight, that's when they got divorced. It was like two years after that fight, they got divorced. Probably because she figured out she could beat that nigga ass. Uh, you can't be in the house with your wife. And she like, wash the dishes, ho. Bitch, I'll beat your ass. You can't. Like, nigga, I mean, you wash the dishes. Watch these draws. 
If my wife could beat my ass, yeah, whatever. Ain't gonna be a bitch, but <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, she beat my ass again, but I won't. I ain't a bitch. Yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, but they got they got divorced. They got divorced like not too long after that fight, and uh, he went well. Cause he had to like go through a bunch of shit. Cause Nick Diaz fucked him up in that fight. He fucked him up. I ain't other than the dent. He had like an orbital fracture and all kind of shit. Yeah. And uh, he had retired, and he tried to come back. And his comeback fight was not good. His comeback fight, he got the the brakes beat off him <laughs> in that comeback fight. You know, it's 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 just like with me. Um, one, my dog. Two, my teeth got work coming. And I mean, I, I ate a sausage, I made some sausage, and the skin was tough, and I, I got to get that replaced. It broke my, that, that piece off that they repaired. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is, if you are injured a certain way, you're going to be scared. You, you, you're not going to. Yeah, it's gonna be tentative. Yeah, you can't go. You can't just jump back in there. Because me, I'm scared I'm gonna get my jaw broken again. I mean, I I, I know if somebody punches me in the jaw, if there's a good chance it, it'll get it'll break. Because something still ain't right, and that's why I'm the way I am. I mean, if I ain't got my knife on me, which I will. I'm I'm going to put in 150% those first five minutes because I'm trying to get it done. But at the same time, I have to be cautious. And that cautious is going to drop that 150% down to 95. You see? It's just that, dude, if you got hurt, a certain way, you don't want that shit to happen again. If it's in the back of your mind, you shouldn't be out there doing that. Yeah. I think that's what fucks up a lot of people in MMA. Am I wrong? No, no, you're right. I mean, because, I mean, one, everybody in MMA is hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the training, the training alone, you pick up injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, that's one of the things about the fights in these pandemics. Is these guys are taking a lot of these guys are taking fights on short notice? A lot of them are because if they haven't been training, they haven't been around anybody, so they're most likely gonna test negative, mm-hmm. right? So you come in and you're the guy that's available. You haven't been taking any damage. You've probably been running. You've probably been doing shit to keep your body in shape or whatever, but yeah. you haven't been sparring. Cause like there's no way like other than jujitsu, there's no way like wrestling practice hurts. Boxing practice, kickboxing practice, that shit hurts. And you get hurt all the time. Even in jujitsu, if you go super hard with somebody that's dangerous, you're going to get something. Something's going to get tweaked. Something's going get, to get twisted. Like, you're going to get hurt. And now you see these guys, they're coming into camp. Yeah, their skills aren't as sharp because they haven't been sparring. They haven't been doing anything other than, like, maybe hitting the bag on their own or whatever. But they're not hurt. And that's the reason why so, oh, so many of these fights have been so good. 
is because they're coming in and they're like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm not hurt now. Like, that, that tweak that I had in my shoulder that every time I fought, it's not there anymore because I haven't been getting pounded on. I haven't had some dude who's amazing at leg locks strangling my goddamn leg every time I fucking spar. Like, that's just the way it is. So do you think if I went to, like, that um, was it that UFC training place out there on the South Park Meadows, and I tell them, hey, look, this is what's wrong with me, you think they'd work with me? Well, the thing is, is you be fine. So, like, if you're just interested in the kickboxing part of it. Yeah. Yeah, you be fine. Because all you got to tell them is, I, I'm not going to spar. Because if you're not sparring, the only time, like, they'll throw some performative jabs at you so you move your head or whatever. But nobody's out to, like, hit you. Yeah. The only time you're going to get hit is in sparring if you're doing kickboxing. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is a different game because it's about submissions. And if if you leave your neck exposed, somebody's going to grab you. And then there's a chance that somebody squeezes your jaw. And that is completely up to your training partners. Like, at the yeah. gym I trained at, like, I trained with guys who had, like, like literally they had dental work done, like, the day before they came in the gym and they let us know. And we're like, oh, okay, well, if you get hurt, just tap. Just tap my shoulder, I'll let you go. Yeah. Right? But some people, you get meatheads in there, or they're like wrestlers or whatever, and they, all they know how to do is crank you at 100% or whatever, and then once they crank your jaw, your shit just snaps or whatever. Like, So that that's really a more of an individual thing. You can't really judge that by the school. Or sometimes you can because some schools will kick the meatheads out. They'll be like, yo, man, you hurting too many people. You got to get the fuck out. Uh, but, yeah, if you're just doing kickboxing, if you're just trying to stay in shape, if you just want to hit the bag, do some pad work, shit like that, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. There's a reason why I'm, I said uh, kickboxing. I don't know if you saw that post with that black dude. It looked like Lynn's dad. Uh-uh. I didn't see it. Well, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find right now. That guy, his punches and his kicks, his kicks were so precise. Yeah. You know, he was just, hold on. Uh, I was, I'm, I'm trying to find it. it. It messed me up just looking at it. I was like, how come no one ever said anything about this guy? Something Jackson. It was something Jackson. Jackson. Because I, I, I posted it. That's why I'm looking it up right now. But I, I said some shit like, Lynn, you need to come get your daddy. <laughs> give, give me a second. Because it was only one person that liked it. But the guy, he was just just on point with this. Yeah, I mean, look, man. It, legit Muay Thai guys, legit kickboxing guys, uh, Savat guys. Like, there's... 
And, and and I mean the people who stick with it for for years, uh-huh. they can do that shit. But this was these were um these were old fights. This was like back in the day fights. Uh huh. Give me a second, man. I mean, hey, what, what's your what's your? Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, Billy Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that Afro look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, so he was a WKA guy. And, oh, he beat uh yeah, I see in your post he beat uh Benny the Jet Urquidez. Uh so those those yeah, in eighty six, those were the old uh karate fights that they would show on ESPN back in the day. Now I can see karate. Uh, about I mean if you see how his kicks and his punches, yeah. his punches work. I can see karate. Cause that motherfucker was a savage, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. He was one of those old school uh, WKA guys. Yeah, cause those guys would yeah. I every once in a while them shits. Yeah, cause all right. So WKA was the World Kickboxing and Karate Association, okay. and it was uh the big champions of it were Benny the Jet Urquidez, uh Donna Dragon Wilson, who went on to do those fucking corny ass uh movies. Donna Dragon. Yeah, Donna Dragon Wilson. If you look him up, you you you'll recognize him. I'm still trying to find this post. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, WKA was they 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 used to be fun to watch back in the day when I was a kid. But I wish they just bring kickboxing back because I uh, tell you on the truth, I think them uh, kick kickboxing's a hell of a lot better than UFC. I don't know, there's a ton of kickboxing. Cause I mean, they still have glory. Yeah. They still have. Um, yeah, Billy the Jackson. Billy the Jackson. Billy Jackson. Yeah. He was just precise. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, man. It High-level kickboxing is fun as fuck. I don't particularly like the big gloves, but I'm... I don't really give a shit about that, but yeah. Gloves on in this. Was, it, was this karate or kickboxing? It was both. Because a lot of states, a lot of states, uh, it they had different regulatory fucking bodies in all of the states, and they had to call it certain things. But yeah, WKA was World Kickboxing and Karate. You're right about the gloves. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't have any. Upper hand beast. Yeah, yeah, he was nasty. And then straight kick to the right here. Let me put this down. Shit. Nigga was bad. Yeah, you want to see some shit. Uh, when you got time, uh, go on YouTube and look up uh, Raymond Daniels. Raymond Daniels is a nasty motherfucker. Raymond Daniels hit shit you only see in movies and fights. 
nigga throwing kid. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I saw that shit. And I was like, oh, that nigga ain't knocked out. He just faking because he don't want to get up after a nigga hit him with that ridiculous ass kick. <laughs> oh, did you go back to look at the, uh, I think it was the first fight to the prelims? No, not yet. Not yet. I I I got up because I had to do this shit for work today. So I didn't get a chance to go back and look. That white dude in the, what was his name? Dan? Dan? No, I don't know. I didn't see. Because you, you corrected me. Because I got the, the, the one that had green, the other one that had black trunks on. Oh, Dan Henry. Yeah, I did see that fight. Well, I saw the end. I didn't see the whole fight, but yeah. That white dude, is, man, he was... Man, I'm going to have to stab this motherfucker. I can't fight. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... The combinations that he was landing. But the other guy, he took it. But, man, I was like, man... If I would have got hit eight times like that, hey man, give me my knife. <laughs> got, I got to cut this nigga. <laughs> I got, give me my razor then. Oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> so you got to be like, shoot that nigga in the face twice, take all the cocaine. <laughs> Sean Price. This is Sean Price. Uh, called. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they called cocaine. <laughs> shoot, shoot that nigga in the face twice. <laughs> I thought you said shoot that nigga, slice him. <laughs> shoot that nigga in the face twice. Take all the cocaine. <laughs> it would be cool if he said slice him. <laughs> So, let me ask you this. What have they said to Erica about school? Uh, that they are still planning to do in-person classes uh, when the school year starts. But nobody really has any plans to, like, figure out how it's going to work. Basically, it's just a giant clusterfuck like everything else in the government right now. Um, I mean, this, that's really, that's legit all it is. Like, it's just a giant fucking clusterfuck. Nobody really knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So, and is it true that that fucking orange basket is wearing a mask now? Uh, he did when he went to Walter Reed Hospital, but uh, my 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 thoughts on that is whoever the fuck was in charge of Walter Reed, 
was like either you put this shit on what or or we I'm not letting you in Cause Walter Reed, Walter Reed Hospital is where all of the fucking injured vets from the war go. Why was he there? Yeah, for a photo op. The same reason why any president goes to fucking Walter Reed Hospital. Like, like I'm I'm 100% sure whatever fucking general or admiral or whoever the fuck's in charge of that hospital, whatever medical officer in charge of that hospital, was like, fam, you need to put this fucking mask on. And I'm not going to let you in. And I'm sure the people who are in charge of security for that thing, they're like, all right, if you want to do this, because the press is going to be here. If you want to stand down, if you want to have a fucking uh, a Mexican standoff with the military because your punk ass don't want to put on a mask, fine. <laughs> like, like, it would have just looked like shit if he would have went in there, especially if he goes in there. And he's walking around and he gets one of the fucking non-COVID patients. If there's a COVID outbreak after the president visits. Like there's been in fucking Oklahoma. Like there's been in Arizona. After all the places that he's been. There's been COVID outbreaks. Because he keeps holding these fucking events. Where people don't have to wear masks. And he's got all these fucking dumbasses. Congregating. Like nah. I don't get it. Well, I don't understand why is it people are just sitting up here saying that, you know, saying what they're saying about this shit, about the mask. Yeah, white people don't like being inconvenienced. Anything that, anything that inconveniences a white person, they lose their fucking minds over. It's I, that I, it I, it really is that simple. It's that yeah. Somebody said something about the mask in North Carolina, right? And I was like, "Look, man, I had somebody. Now there's somebody on my job, a, a, a driver. Her husband worked at uh at Capital Metro. He got COVID. Mm-hmm. He secluded himself in one area of the house. Right." Okay, so you know, put himself in one area, but she her she was going in doing stuff to help. Him. You know, just this one particular day. I don't know, something happened. I he he just he died, and he went out in in his in arms. Right. You know, and. I I, I I put a post, you know, I told him, I said, hey, look, uh, there's somebody that works in Fixed Route, you know, died from that not too long ago. I mean, come on, man. And he's like, yeah, I know somebody that died of a heart attack, good friend of mine. And I was like, all right, I don't know what the fuck you meant by saying that, but whatever, man. That, 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 you, you're not, that, uh, people aren't making any motherfucking sense. You say that this, uh, that COVID shit, they bring up something else. You know, it's like, me personally, I stopped. Stopped arguing. Stopped getting, not arguing, but just stating facts. It's like, I'm trying to figure out, hey, why are you thinking this shit? Oh, because motherfuckers are stupid. Why, 
why I mean, why is everybody thinking that these numbers and these people dying are that I'm getting tired of hearing fake news. Because if a motherfucker was gonna say something about fake news, how come ain't nobody brought it up whenever Reagan was in office? Yeah, man. Well, because he by uh, by by he's the author, publisher. He started that shit, but nobody gave him any credit. Well, people saying all this fake news shit because it inconveniences them. If it if it don't agree with the fuck they think, well, I want to go and do this. So anything that's against it is fake news. Like no, niggas, like some shit just is happening. But I mean, we sell that shit. Look, man, how long, how long have we been telling, how long have black people been telling the good white people, and I put that in air quotes, the good white people, how long have we been telling them the police has been just randomly pulling niggas over, beating the shit out of them, killing them, planting drugs on them, doing all this other shit, right? We've been telling them that for decades. Ever. Yeah. Since the police have been around, we've been saying that, Right. And the motherfuckers knew it because they knew that they had, uh, especially in New York, crooked-ass cops. No, no. And then crooked-ass cops in L.A. No, I know. So you got both sides. I know. But then the Rodney King tape come out. And what was the first thing? Because it was inconvenient for them to think that all these police were doing this shit. We was thinking, well, that's an isolated incident. And then they let the motherfuckers off. So they burnt L.A. to the fucking ground. In '92, and when they nobody decided to fix the police, it's like, oh, these niggas are criminals. That they, they deserve it. It's because it's convenient. Nobody wants to change the way they think about the shit. Did you? And that's just basically what it is. Like people are wondering, like, oh, when Rodney was like, why can't we all get along? We can't get along because these motherfuckers don't believe what the fuck they see. We've been saying this shit for. Fucking years. They yeah. saw a video. They saw a video of it. And they still didn't believe it. So then let's 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 skip to Walter Scott. Walter Scott got shot in the back, running away from the cop. And we saw the cop plant a weapon on him. <laughs> and he had a hung jury like he's doing 20 years now which he shouldn't be doing 20 years he should have got the goddamn needle or should have got life but the fact that the first jury was like mm, we don't know nigga you don't know nigga it's <laughs> They keep saying, "Well, if he was, if these people weren't doing anything wrong, then none of this would have happened." It's like, like fam, John Crawford was holding a gun. He was holding a toy gun that Walmart sold. When the cops came in, didn't say anything to him and just shot him dead in a Walmart, holding a gun that he was gonna buy. He was on the phone with his kids. Jesus, I didn't know about that fucking shit. When they shot him. Tamir Rice was 12 years old playing in a park with a toy gun. Nobody, they didn't say shit to that kid. They just pulled up and shot him. That dude, the dude, the cop that shot him. That tip on it, didn't it? Yeah. The cop that shot Tamir Rice. 
He got fired from that police department. He is working two counties over in Ohio in another police department right now. So, Rihanna Taylor was asleep in her house when the cops raided her house. They raided the wrong house. It wasn't the right place. And the person that they were raiding the house to look for was already in jail. And they it, shot her eight times in her sleep. And, 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 well, okay, then whatever happened to that motherfucker that, that, that got killed by that, that fucking holly that come in and shot him in his own house? That cop, that female cop. Oh, yeah, his- yeah. She got, she got, she got uh, eight years. That was uh, both in Gene in Dallas, up in Dallas. I believe she got eight years. In what kind of prison? And a hug from the judge. What kind of prison? Uh, it wasn't maximum security. She ain't in Huntsville. Let's just put it that way. So with all this shit being said, I, no, 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 I'm not trying to, to, to say that you know the answers that, 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 that white people should, you know, why white people are thinking what they're thinking. But... I mean, what? Why do you think that they're thinking this way? Why are they? Uh, uh, what is it? Putting the blind eye up? Oh, oh! I know why they're doing it. Look, man. This country, in essence, in essence, the people in this country have been told that by virtue of just being an American specifically a white American, that they're the good people, that they're always the good guys, that they always, that whole truth, justice, and American way shit, you know, hey, we make our mistakes, but we're always the good guys. We always try to get it right. And if you look at history, you just see that's just not fucking true. So either you're confronted with history and you're a normal thinking, feeling, moral human being and you're like, oh, this shit has to change and you have to take some sort of action toward that change. Even if it's something as simple as just changing the way you think about the world. Or you're a lazy fuck which is what most Americans are. And you're just like, nope, still great. <laughs> nope, nope, it's everybody else's fault because I don't want to have to change the way I think about shit or I don't want to have to change the way I do shit. That's basically what it comes down to. You just, it's most racist, and I'm not trying to shoot any bill to racist, but most racists aren't really racist, they're just fucking lazy. The fuck does that mean? Because, all right, so that did not make any kind of motherfucking sense. Then I will make it make sense. All right, so most races don't want competition. Lazy. Yeah, most races don't want competition, right? Because their whole life, if you've been white, 
you've been able to be a mediocre person and been able to fail up because you've always had that privilege of I'm white, he's white, I'm just going to hire the white guy, right? You know, hey, I don't have high expectations in life. I don't need to do anything other than, you know, be able to get a driver's license and maybe graduate high school and I can get this job, right? Mm -hmm. And this job will take care of my family for however long, right? That's the way it was for them. For, 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 for forever. You could just be a mediocre fucking person. Right? So what happens when black people become free? Right? And they are, they instantly become the skilled labor class right after they become free. Right? They're like, well, wait a minute. Old Chicken George over here who used to work on the plantation, he already know the land, he know the crops, and he's willing to work for a little bit less money than the white dude that I'd have to actually pay to do this shit, right? So I'm going to hire Chicken George. Right? Chicken George works the land. He teaches his son the same shit he knows. His son goes to work at another place. They build up shit. After about 10 years of how many families doing this shit, right? You build up something like Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Right? It's the first upper middle class, well, not the first, but one of the most most well-known upper middle class. It wasn't because black people were better. It's because they were all ex-slaves and they knew how to do all the work that people needed work done. Okay. Right? So all those white people who were living in the plantations and shit, they were like, well, we know they can do the work because they used to work for us. They used to be our slaves. I'm just going to hire them. And shit don't really change. But they pooled their money. They built businesses. So when that money came from those white families, they circulated amongst their community. They didn't leave their community. That's the reason why Black Wall Street became Black Wall Street. Right? So the white people were like, well, wait a minute. We paying them. They doing all this shit and they keeping the money in their community and they built their community up and then all those poor white people were looking at them and like, well, they taking the jobs and they not spending money over here in our place. We got to burn that shit to the fucking ground. It, they blamed it on them. Somebody raped or looked somebody Yeah, the they eye. said that shit. But it was mostly because they were jealous because the houses on Black Wall Street were nicer than the houses at their place. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's about not wanting competition. It's the same reason why white people look at Mexicans coming in and they're like, "Well, they taking our jobs." I'm like, "Fam, they're not taking your jobs. The white dude that you think should hire you because you white is hiring them, hiring the Mexicans because they'll work for less. Those Mexicans aren't taking your job. That white dude is giving your job away <laughs> to somebody who would do the same work for yeah. a little bit less money." You can go and see if you can work there. Yeah, but, but, but uh, these are the same people who sit up and talk about, oh, I love capitalism. Well, no, nigga, that's capitalism. If he's willing to do the same work you're willing to do for less money, that's capitalism. But they're lazy. See, if white, when white people are doing good, 
when white people have enough and they think they have enough for themselves and their families, that racism shit, they don't care. But the second shit gets a little bit tight, the resources get a little bit tight, all of a sudden, that shit pops up. And we can go to a non-racial thing. We can look at the way that the Irish were treated when they got here. Because when they got here, white back then. Hmm. They 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 didn't uh, the 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 white people in America didn't consider Irish white. No, no, because they were Catholic. And they looked at they looked at the Irish people because that's where we get the term wasp from: white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. And a lot of the Irish that came over here were Catholic because they were trying to ship them the fuck out of England or out of Great Britain or whatever. But don't matter. They treated the Irish like that until it got to the point to where there was enough other people taking the jobs where the unions were like, all right, well, y'all close enough to white so y'all can be white now. And not all of the white people are going to be against these other people. And then they did it to the Italians. Because yep. the Italians were called the niggas of Italy. <laughs> or, like, or the Sicilians were called the niggas of Italy. Yeah. Uh, that's the uh, southern. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, like, that's the thing. Partly, they were black. Yeah, no, yeah. Because of Tunisia and because of the fuck. Yeah, yes. A hundred percent. But that's the thing. is It's not necessarily because of because of racism because if they got enough they feel like they got enough they don't really give a shit who their neighbors are they don't necessarily like them but when the competition comes that kind of laziness made them do what they did and not be racist no 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 no. what I'm saying I'm saying this even during slavery When it was just obvious, they had set up an entire society of white people were just better than black people. Black people were slaves. They were in bondage and all this other shit. The truth of the matter is, is when they thought they were better, the poorest white person could look at a slave and be like, I'm not him, so I'm better or whatever. They weren't, like, white people weren't just arbitrarily killing slaves. Like, the hatred wasn't there because they thought, oh, I got more than him, so I'm cool. The second they saw a slave with more than him, and they saw them as competition, that's when they wanted to start hanging niggas. That's when they started burning shit down. That's when they saw, when the the army integrated black people into it, and they saw black people in their uniforms or whatever, and they were like, oh... This nigga think he better than me because he got that because they saw him as competition. Motherfuckers are just lazy. Like they just don't want to be better people. Cause they look at it and they're like, oh, well, this motherfucker's in competition with me now. This is the same reason why, to this day, you can look the shit up to make sure I'm not making this shit up. White people right now in California are fighting for white affirmative action. In colleges in California, because they say that Asians are overrepresented in math and science, so they're saying that there's too many Asians in Caltech 
and Stanford and all this other stuff. They're taking up too many spots and their white kids can't get in. So they so, feel like white people should have affirmative action. <laughs> it's, it's, it's these motherfuckers are lazy. They're just lazy as fuck. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want this, but I kind of want to see what would happen when. I'm not saying if the tables are turned. I'm talking about from the slavery and it happened tomorrow. And the tables were turned. I'm kind of curious what exactly would happen. Well, I mean, for the most part, nothing. What do you mean? Because most minorities in this country aren't looking for revenge. They they just want to be left the fuck alone. But it's come down to revenge. You can't be left alone. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying, though. Is if the... And, and, well, excuse me. They still fuck with people of color. No, I know. I know. But what, you, what you're saying is if the tables were turned. So we were on top. No, I'm talking about slavery. Oh, what do you mean? If white people were slaves? Yeah, well, it's like because you know how uh, Malcolm X and whoever else said that the, the, they are afraid the same thing that happened to the, to the them is going to happen to you. Yeah, retribution. They they're scared that we're going to treat them the way we treat the way the way they treated us. But I mean, honestly, all you got to do is look at South Africa and. South Africa was like that until the, the late 80s. They had apartheid until like 89, 90, something like that. Yeah. Say what? They had what? Apartheid. So they basically what? had a, a race-based legal system in South Africa. Like they literally, like for you to go in certain places, if you were darker than like a paper bag, you couldn't go. Or they would have like the pencil test where they would stick a pencil in your hair and if the pencil didn't fall out, you couldn't go in certain places. Well, that's that was black. I mean, Africans doing that to other. Africans. No, that was white people doing that to black people. Look, okay, that was okay. that was that was that's, Dutch immigrants. That's not what I was saying. What's that got to do with what I was saying? Well, no, because they stopped that system when Nelson oh, Mandela became yeah in the eighties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you you can look at the way South Africa is in South Africa like this. I literally saw a picture today of the divide because they stopped apartheid, but the problem is, is apartheid had taken all the wealth out of the black part of Africa and transferred it to the white part of Africa. All the wealth. So there's literally a a street that you can look at. Somebody shot a drone thing, and it's like, yeah. Here's where the white people live. Here's where the black people live in Africa. And you can visually see the difference. The streets are nicer. The houses are nicer. They're more spread out. There's more. You can visually see there's just more wealth over there. And even though they changed the government and all this other shit, the system was already in place. 
Like, you can sit up there and say, well, now it's equal. But this side already had all the money. So it's basically like saying, all right, well, we're going to do the 100-yard dash. And all the white people get to stand at the start at the 75-yard line. And you niggas get to start back here. And I'm going to pull the gun. And I'm pulling the gun so everybody starts running at the same time. But you niggas only have to run for 25 yards to go. <laughs> like, that's just the way it is. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is racism basically comes down to laziness. These motherfuckers don't want to actually compete with anybody. And the second you make them have to compete with somebody. Because that's what equality is. I take my talents. I take my talents. You take your talents. We start the same spot. And whoever gets there first, they win. They don't want that. They want to be in a fixed race. The entire fucking time. Mm -hmm. And the second that that is not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you did you hear what Dick Gregory had to say about how to change a bad cop? No. Do you hate me, motherfucker, more than you love your children? Huh? Give them something to lose. This a, hold on. Hold on. So how are you going to reform a cop? You white. You don't prosecute them. You got to get elected. Huh? That county you live in, ain't no black folks in that county. So, here's a white cop shoot 12 black folks dead. You think you're going to prosecute them? With them ignorant white folks that got to vote for you every four years and you buy a house? Gonna send your children to college. You got to pay insurance. You can't change that till you understand that and change that. How many black folks go to jobs? That's dangerous, but they can't stop. Let's stop. You have to keep going. You got a good point. Now, how do you come? I didn't say, did they? I said, here's how you do it. 
You telling me they don't want it, huh? You have to tell me they don't want to punish cops like I don't know that. Before your ass was born, I knew that. I said, give them something to lose. Do you hate me, motherfucker, more than you love your children? How many times have you stopped when you was in a hurry? Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to take it because one more ticket you do. So, who is this ignorant shit you talking? You got to take it to another level. Huh? All of us have tried that. All of us have behaved so we get a birthday present for our mom and dad. Huh? That, that, that's a no-brainer. Soldiers. Why you fucking think soldiers come in and listen in training? Because if they don't, there's a punishment. No, he right. He 100% right. It is actually people trying to do what he said right now. Because they're trying to end what's called qualified immunity in states. Me? So basically, uh, the reason why it's so hard, well, well, the reason why nobody can sue cops is because of a thing called qualified immunity. And I think it's qualified immunity in like 48 of the 50 states. So, in short, basically what qualified immunity is, is uh, you try to sue the cops, and the cops have protection uh, if what they did is deemed uh, within the parameters of their job. And on top of that, even if, say, they shoot somebody and the person's unarmed or is deemed that uh, the reason why they did it was not uh, technically part of their job, it has to match a preceding or a preceding standard of misconduct, right? So literally, there was a thing where uh, this cop in New York shot this kid in the park. Mm. Right? And their family won that suit. So, uh, this cop shot this kid at night in a park. Uh, it was, con it was, con it was deemed a bad shoot and the city ended up having to pay this kid's family. And the cop got fired and he got sent to jail and all this other bullshit, right? But, that set the precedent. So, this other cop However many years later, shoots this kid or this guy, right? He was an adult at the time. But it wasn't in a park, and it was a different time of day. So they were like, well, he probably shouldn't have shot him. But it wasn't under the same circumstances as the one that we did it the other time. Mm -hmm. So, sorry, nigga. Good shoot. And that, that was it. That's basically the way qualified immunity works. So what people are trying to do is get rid of qualified immunity and make it so that any payments that the city uh, that the city has to pay uh, to a family for a bad shoot or whatever in a civil case or whatever, 
uh, either comes from that cop directly, so you can sue that individual cop, or it comes from the policeman's pension fund, which basically means that after about three suits, that pension fund is drained. Uh-huh. Right, because a lot of cops, they get a lifelong pension. So basically the way that pension works is the last three years of their employment, that's the salary that they earn. They average out the last three years and they get that for the rest of their life. Right, which means that, you know, if you want to get your pension, you can't get sued. Right, so it's basically what Dick Gregory's talking about. The motherfuckers having something to lose. Um, and he's 100% right about that shit. And I don't, like, the fact that I didn't know about qualified immunity until this year, I didn't know that was the reason why cops couldn't get sued. I just thought it was crooked prosecutors. But, like, the prosecutor, they can bring the case. But the judge is just basically like, well, no, the, the law says that this is the standard. And it don't meet the standard. And it'll never meet the standard. Yeah. Like the cop would literally have to pull out like a clan hood and put the shit on, yell, I hate niggers into his fucking body camera and then shoot somebody before they, like, like that. <laughs> like that's just the way and I was just like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. So it's almost like uh they when the when the cops are really crooked. Let's say back when uh, the hours were in control, heavy back in the day, and the shit that they were doing, they come up with laws to protect them. Yeah. Yeah, the whole system's corrupt. Like the whole thing is fucking corrupt. So I, you know, once again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask again. I, I don't see why. Uh, well, it's because it's not affecting them. That's why they don't see that. Say, for instance, it's just like whenever I was talking to my friend Gary about a bunch of shit, you know, racist shit that he should have known, because he was right there, and I refused to get out of the car. Nah, take my money and get my shit. I'm not going in there. But it, but got an argument, called me back three days later, and he's like, you know, uh, I apologize. Because that shit was not directed towards me. I didn't see it. You know, and he's like, you know, this shit, it, 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 it happened, and it's happening. But the fact that, you know, back then, all this shit was going on, and he didn't see it. Because it wasn't directed towards him. Yeah. And it's sad, man. I, you know, say for instance, you, you you have people talking about the the the, the police being defunded. And then you, you, you have uh, people talking about, well, white people are well and okay, then the riots. Which I I don't agree with it, but I understand. And and so, what was I getting at?
what I'm saying is they keep saying, well, bringing up the riots, the vandalism, and all this other shit, you know. All, I, I don't know how to say it, man. I mean... Well, no. It's, look. People propose... People throw the problem on the table, but then they say, well, well look at this. I said, well, wait a minute, motherfucker. Look at this. Yeah. This is the reason why... This yeah. is the reason why this is happening. Don't agree with it. But this right here needs to stop. How come you don't see that? Because they don't want to see it. If they see it, if they see the actual problem, that means that they are then responsible for doing something. And they're lazy. Because, I mean, it, 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 it's just like a, a friend of mine posted uh that market square i think we talked about no we didn't uh, but that um market on hay street mm-hmm. in uh and the market is where they they sold the slaves mm-hmm. and for the longest i was like you know you got motherfuckers make you know complaining about all this shit going on but how come ain't nobody said nothing about this first off yeah the statues are fucked up but get rid of that fucking market. Ain't nobody said nothing about that until these riots started. Yeah. And that ass caught his fucking stuff on fire when he tried to throw a mazel tov. Yeah. And, and so she put the post in the, and it had a title over it. You can't erase history. So if you're going to sit up here and tell me you can't erase history, but, 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 but here's what she posted was a petition to keep that market there, not tear it down. So, all right, you want me to, for, to forget about slavery because it happened so long ago, but you're going to want to keep all these monuments, statues, that market to remind black people that slavery happened. Well, but you won't forget about it. I will. I will. I will. I will correct you on one thing. What? They're not trying to remind you that slavery happened. They're trying to remind you that nigga, we still in charge. Well, slavery happened. No, it's not correcting, but it's just an insert. Yeah. No, they're trying to let you know, like nigga, this is who you are. Like that's what that's there for. Exactly. And it, it can happen again. Yeah. They're letting you know. That's not a. That's not a. That's not a, a historical reminder because that's the thing. Is like I got into an argument with a friend of mine on Facebook like that because he was like, "Well, you can't do it." I was like, "Fam, do you really think that we need statues? You really think black people need statues to know that fucking slavery happened?" I was like, "Fam, my dad was born in 1952 in Mississippi. My dad was three when Emmett Till got fucking killed. My dad was alive when Emmett Till got killed." In a town not too far away. My mom grew up 10 minutes down I 10 from Vida, Texas. We don't need fucking statues to remember what the fuck happened. Like, like, fam, it's not. Fam, that's not. We don't need that shit. And and, and another thing, you see, you, you brought up Africa. Is that port still there with the with in those South Africa? Companies? Yeah, yeah. But were they? <laughs> why? How come they ain't take that? But fuck that shit. If I was a fucking African, that motherfucking shit would have been down. Yeah, man. Look, 
and this is the thing is if you look, there's a, a PBS documentary by Dr. Henry Louis Gates, okay, where he goes because he's a, a college professor at Princeton, and he goes and he talks to some of the African families that actually were part of the slave trade that like sold slaves. Mm. Or whatever. And there's rich African families that made money off of the slave trade. And he actually talks to them. And, 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 and they're like... And their whole that. attitude was like, yeah, fuck them niggas. Like, <laughs> like, fam, look. How can they say fuck them? Human beings are shitty. Yeah, but why do they say fuck them? Because they look at them like, look, man, like. But what made them different from them? Uh, the white man came to them first to ask yeah. for help. That's what made them different? Yeah, it's the same reason why niggas like Kanye is around. It's the same reason why you see coon ass niggas like. It's... I guess. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. trying to wrap my head around it they're just shitty people and it's the same reason why like why 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 people would be like when you bring up that shit they're like well well black people sold slaves they sold them to whoever and i was like fam that don't make it better uh so because uh the the the, the whoever on the boats came over there and did it here that makes it right yeah, like that's the that's the thing is that, and when people tell me that shit, you know what I tell them, and I'll be like, "Are you married?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, so because you fuck your wife, can I fuck your wife?" <laughs> Just because somebody else does some shit, don't make it right. But I mean, you're you're right what you said, but and you're a hundred ten percent right. It's just like they 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 talk about the natives here yeah. in America. Well, they were doing this before they, you know, they were doing that. It's like, so because the pilgrims or whatever, Columbus, whoever came here, and then they started doing it, it does that make it right? No. I said, no, nah, motherfucker, you said it. Does it make it right? Because it was wrong. I mean, you see where I'm at, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't tell me some I, shit. Just because somebody else did some shit don't mean you get to do some shit. Yeah. Like no, like you can't like because hey, that's what I'm like, well, fam. You you we can sit up here and make this stupid ass historical argument, which you gonna lose. But at the end of the day, was this shit right or wrong? And the rules wrong. I mean, you're not supposed to do it. all right then. So so don't say. Well, they were doing it. Like, if you if you walk up and and six niggas is running a train on some bitch and she's screaming and yelling and being like no, and then they get done and she looking at you, do you help her? Or do you fuck her? Because, well, them niggas did it. Like, no. Motherfucker. <laughs> that, that's, that's on you. How you look at that shit, that tells me what type of person you are when mm-hmm. you say some shit like that. Well, they did it. But no. Motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, like, that's not the way this shit works. They said the same thing about the Indians over here, man, as far as... Uh, yeah. Oh, well, they were savages, and they were killing each other, so we killed them. Fam. That shit don't make no sense. Everybody everywhere on this planet 
back then were fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. You see what I'm and I mean, I know you understand. Yeah. And I, mean, I said this to somebody, and then they still didn't hear me. Well, and this is the this is the thing that's fucked up is this is the this is the arrogance of white people. How the fuck you have two wars that primarily happened in Europe, but they called it the World War. Nigga, all of the fighting was happening in this space between white people that didn't like each other. How the fuck is that the World War? Nigga, you know how many countries are in the world? <laughs> Why do we even refer to that shit? Because Hitler was trying to take over the world. No, oh, he was trying to take over Europe. That is not the fucking world. Times have you heard them say that? Oh no, I know, I know. But when you think about it, like that's just the arrogance of white people. Like, it's like and America. We have the World Series. Nobody outside of this country plays in that fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> We call the NFL champions. They're the world champions. Nobody else in the world plays fucking football. <laughs> the comedian made a statement about that. Like, you know, my dad had been telling me that for years. He had been telling me that forever. And he was like, yeah, these motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> I, was like, I, I, I said something. I'm glad you said that about arrogance. And I, I sat there and I, I, I told, said it to somebody. I was like, the, the, the main problem with America is arrogance. What do you mean? Well, I'll start off with Columbus. I ain't trying to say no racist shit. I mean, no uh, slavery shit. I'll start off with Columbus being arrogant and whoever else agreed with him. Well, what do you mean? Supposed to be going to India, right? Well, yeah. He got lost, right? Yeah. And he still called the natives here Indians. And they're still being called Indians when they're supposed to be in India. Time goes by and they never corrected it. Arrogance. Yeah, you can't. You know, how the fuck you be like? I discovered this place, nigga. It's already people here. How yeah. the fuck you <laughs> discover some shit? And and they sat there and said, "Well, well, what 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 do you think they call themselves? Whatever tribe they were in, Algonquins, Seminoles, Cherokee, Choctaw, Navajo, Okaichi. There you have it. <laughs> Inuits." It, <laughs> Mexican well no they didn't call themselves Mexicans that was later but yeah Mayans Aztecs yeah and and still I was looked at and talked to like I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about and I was sat there and I said you see you see what you're doing that's just a pure example that's that <laughs> bullshit but but then in the same breath, I'm a racist. Oh no, I've had people tell me that shit too, and I'm like, "Fam, I'm not a racist. 
I'm just black and I know history. Like, you can sit up here and tell me all of this shit that you were like, fam. Like, dude, and that's the, that's the other thing. is like, white people don't, but that's the whole other argument about the whole lazy thing. Like, they don't want to look at history as anything else. It's just like, they're like, well, you know, our World War II veterans, they fought for freedom and they did all this other shit. And, and like when, uh, what's his name? Uh, Drew Brees was talking about standing for the flag and all that other shit. And he was like, well, I never respect somebody disrespecting the flag because my grandfather's fought in the war. And I was like, fam, my grandfather's fought in the war. Your grandfather's came back to a parade and bitches wanted to kiss him in the street. My grandfather's came back to being called nigga and not being able to look white people in the face. Like, that's... (laughs) And you still still find them hanging in the trees with their uniform on. Yeah. What the uppity nigga? You think you're better than I am? Yeah. You're going to fix this. Yeah. So, that's why I'm like, you can't, like, you can say all of that shit. But... Like, and this ain't, and that's the thing is, that's why I'm glad I had the parents I had and grandparents I had because I didn't have to learn history in school. I learned history from my family. Man. But you know, man, uh, my, uh, my grandma's sister, I, I don't, I just know her as Aunt Sis. I don't, I, I don't know what her name was. I know I, I told you this before. Me and my brothers always asked because she was the only one that knew that was alive. What race of uh, Indian, Native American is in her blood? And and I, I was six, seven years old. It's bad enough you're black. Don't let them know you got anything else in you. See what I mean? Yeah. And when I sat there and I said that to somebody, and the, they they just like, well, well, she was racist. What the fuck you mean, man? I said, and then it, it got it got down to uh, school. And you know, and I sat there and I said it was, uh, what's the word, racially biased to sit there and have somebody, uh, have somebody in class black, to go back. And trace their family history. Okay. How can I do that when I got when I got a slave owner's last name? How can I do that? Yeah. We all got slave owners' last names. Yeah. No, I I I got into an argument with somebody because uh so uh the AP, the Associated Press. Uh, just changed uh, their basically this is some journalism nerd shit uh, the AP style book is the book that all journalists reference how they write to right that's I, the standard I was in I took journalism for a little bit I know what that is okay so uh, the AP the Associated Press just changed it to where when you talk about black people you have to capitalize the B, right? Because they look at black as an ethnicity now. Whereas before, 
as a race, it would be lowercase b, lowercase w for white, lowercase h for Hispanic, all of that other shit, right? But now they look at black as a specific ethnicity for American blacks, right? Okay. So I was like, good. African American. Well, I mean, yeah, but some Af- some black people like I don't ever refer to myself as African American. I just, I'm black. That's yeah. what I tell people. We ain't never been to Africa. Yeah. We ain't been to Africa. So yeah. how you gonna sit there and say that? And how come the white motherfucker can't sit there and say where the fuck they come from? It's just white. Yeah. So well, that's no, that's and that's one of the things that I said is like because naturally when AP put that out, they were yeah. like, well. Then that means you're going to capitalize the W for white, right? And I was like, I was like, look, there's no such thing as white. White's made up. And then somebody said I was racist. And I was like, well, white's made up because the only reason why there's white in America is to separate you from everybody else. White just means not anything else. White means you're not Asian. It means you're not black. It means you're not Hispanic. It means you're not this. It means you're not all these other things. That's the only reason why white's there. There is no common culture. There's no common situation. Because nobody gets upset when somebody says white. Or nobody gets upset when they say they're proud to be German. Nobody says they're proud. Nobody gets upset when they say they're proud to be Italian or Irish or whatever for Polish. Any of other shit. It's like the only reason why there's black. The only reason why there's this generic black term in America is because nobody knows where the fuck they're from. Nobody knows their original name. Nobody knows what religion they come from. Nobody knows what country. Because like people are like, well, you come from Africa. Like nigga, Africa is huge. <laughs> you see. For a motherfucker to say that is like, all right, where? As a matter of fact, I bet you the motherfuckers that picked up them uh, Africans don't know where exactly they were no. from. They don't know what tribe. They don't know family names. Their language was taken from them. Their original religions were taken from them. All that shit was taken from them. So, yeah, we just created a whole new culture here in America. And 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 at one point I was gonna do that DNA testing, but then I thought about it. It's just another white man that's gonna sit up here and uh, tell me what is in me, just like the white man sat there and told the Indians, "Well, you got to go through rust to be approved of the uh, of your tribe." We're gonna say we're gonna tell you if you're an actual tribe or not. How can somebody that come to this land gonna tell the people that are native of that land to come to them? Well, we're Rokanichi. <laughs> no, you're not. You see what I'm saying? No, I'm not saying what I'm saying. Arrogance is the downfall of this fucking country. Yeah. Excuse arrogance. Was the starting of the downfall of this country? Huh. Arrogance, laziness, apathy. There's a bunch of shit that just you look at it, and I'm just like, all right, man. 
All I know is you come to my house with that bullshit, and I'm putting two in your fucking head. Because <laughs> you know they're 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 trying to say that the that Black Lives Matter movement, along with Ati- Ant, what is Antifa, it, Antifa? Now, yeah. what is in it, Antifa? That like white, whatever group, Antifa. Uh, Antifa is just uh, it just means anti-fascist, and. But what are the, these people, that group, made up of? It's mostly white people in the Northwest. And what are these white people doing? Well, I mean, this is the problem, is that Antifa is more of an idea than a group. So, so they're not really, they don't, they don't have any central leadership. Like, there's nobody in charge of Antifa. Like, motherfuckers can just say... I'm anti-fascist, or we're an anti-fascist group, but some of them are just straight-up anarchists. Yeah. Some of them are just fat college girls with purple hair that want to go and yell at cops. And some of them like loot and blow up shit. Like, there's there's not one central thing about them. So when people tell these boogeyman stories about Antifa, one, there's not that many of them. Uh, two. Like most people, most of them are pussies, and aren't actually going to do anything. Mm-hmm. And three, there's not any like real leadership amongst them. So, I always thought that Antifa was had something to do with uh, <coughs> clan. Uh, not clan, but I don't know, man. Or like the militia movement? Yeah. Nah, the militia movement. Those are the those are the motherfuckers with all the guns and those motherfuckers are terrorists. At and worst they're terrorists, at best they're full of shit. Have you seen that they're trying to say that that, that movement is a form of terrorism? Yeah. They're they're trying to say they're terrorists? Yeah. And it's like and I'm like, you fucking kidding me. You had the Klan doing, have their their hand in all this shit. Like, you know, they were just Klan, not, uh, 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 skinheads, whatever the fuck, doing all this and still doing it. And then, the, then they're going to sit up here and say, well, tell me. I don't know what you're talking about, Jeremy. Klan don't exist. What the fuck? Yeah, anybody that tell you the Klan don't exist is part of the Klan. Oh, well, Jeremy, you, you, ain't, you ain't nothing but a sheep. I'm a sheep? I'm a sheep. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, know which is, I don't. I don't particularly care because ever since I moved down here, I don't even fuck with half the motherfuckers that I was friends with on Facebook. My list. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like all of this shit. Like it's all cool when they think, "Hey, I'm good." I can go, we can just drink beer, and you drink beer with a redneck, and you just think you're a country motherfucker, or you drink beer with somebody who you think, eh, and they cool with you. Yeah. Until they see that you might be competition. Until they see that maybe, maybe, just maybe, you might be on equal footing with them. And then they ready to cut your motherfucking throat. 
because they're fucking lazy and they're scared. And they just like, look, man, like, like it's it's basically being black in America is like living like if you if you say you have a roommate, right? And your roommate mm-hmm. has a girlfriend and your mm-hmm. roommate's constantly scared that they're going to fuck your girlfriend or that you're going to fuck their girlfriend. That's what being black in America is like. <laughs> Live with this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Every time you in the house with that bitch alone, what y'all doing in there? <laughs> this okay. motherfucker's just constantly checking up on you. He is constantly scared that you gonna fuck the shit out of this girl. <laughs> shit don't make no sense. <laughs> like, fam, I don't even like that bitch. No, I know what you doing. <laughs> What am I doing? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I get you. I get you. Like that's basically what it's like. It's, uh, and, and you know, I, I, uh, a friend of mine, and he's still friends with me on Facebook. Friend Hubert. Seventh, eight, seventh grade, seventh grade. Uh, I started riding bus 25 and my friend, uh, my, that I known, I don't know, since fourth grade riding that bus. So long story short, when I go to go to the back to go sit where he was sitting, he rewind him. He puts his feet up. Mm-hmm. Can't go back there. It's like, fuck. Until he was told otherwise. And I can't remember. We were. I had to bring that up. It's like, Hubert. No, I, I think. I think it was. Like, trying to say I was racist, right? I can't remember how it was, but I had to prove to him and make him remember. It's like, do you remember how you were whenever I first started hanging out with child? You couldn't stand me because I was black. You didn't want me in your house. Well, one, because your dad was a, was racist. <laughs> but it was because I'm black. And it took you a year or two to, to be cool with me. And he, he sat there and he's like... <laughs> Like, all right. Okay. Me and you, we've been going back and forth with the rebel flag bullshit, but he'll say something, I'll say something, but it's left alone. Mm-hmm. All these other guys, you know, people, they're just, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, this, 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 it sucks. It, it it had to. Why did it have to take this long? Why did it take this long for this to happen? Because the only thing Americans respect is violence. Because violence is how this country started. Yeah, that's the language of America. It's violence. Now I will say this because we had about three hours and I got to fuck off here, but I'm gonna say this. So, um, I watched 
uh, Hamilton. Oh, Disney Plus. Right. It's a two and a half hour long musical. The fuck are you doing listening, looking at a musical? The girls wanted to watch it. So I watched it with them. And, I mean, it's it's pretty famous. I mean, it was on Broadway for a bunch of years and, you know. Okay. Whatever yep. it's about, it's about the founding fathers and rapping. Like basically, it's it's a so there's black people and Hispanic people playing all of the founding fathers, and all of the British people are played by white people. Mm. Right. So Alexander Hamilton, uh, they call him an abolitionist. He was anti-slavery, but he married into a family that owned slaves, so he sold slaves. It was a whole fucking thing about that. I'm not saying Alexander Hamilton is a hero or a villain or whatever. I don't really give a shit. But yeah. um, the funny thing about it is, is people talk about the rapping, which is okay. I mean, it's Broadway rapping. It's not like real rapping. It's okay, but it's not great. Um, the production value is very high. It looks really good. It's shot really good. It's 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 a it's it's entertaining. I'll say that it's entertaining. Um, but the thing that people don't realize, because the dude that made it is a Puerto Rican dude from New York named Lin Manuel, Lin Manuel Miranda, right? So about halfway through, I realized what Lin Manuel Miranda was doing. Lin Manuel Miranda somehow got a ton of white people to applaud and be comfortable with. Black people and brown people violently overthrowing a white government because that's what they're watching. <laughs> like, you sit up and you think about it, and like every conversation because uh, Alexander Hamilton was part of George Washington's army. Yeah. Right? He was one of his lieutenants. And he uh, attacked British encampments, he stole their cannons, he killed a ton of Brits. Right? So basically, what you're doing, what you what you're watching when you're watching it, yes, it's the words and the deeds of white people, but what you're seeing is a bunch of black people and Hispanic people <laughs> plot to overthrow a white oppressive government. <laughs> All while rapping. So and then out. they run a government. They run a country. Say again? It was almost like that Romeo Juliet movie with uh, Leonardo. Basically, yeah, yeah. And I was looking at, it and that that just made me that made me smile. That's the thing that I liked the most about it, because like about it took me about halfway through watching it, and I was like, I see what this nigga doing. What's the name of that? What's what's the name of it again? Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I want to say this quick. Because I know you're trying to get off. Remember I texted you and I told you I took that hit acid? Yeah. Duh. I took that acid before. And it didn't hit me the way it hit me that time. It was my last hit. And I know it was, that piece was a little bit bigger than, than normal. So... When I put that in my mouth, I tasted it. I felt that shit go in my system. I'm just... 
I'm just sitting there. I was like, Jesus, Jeremy. And it was just, I, I can't explain that taste. But if you ain't ever taken, taken acid, there's no reason for me to get into it. But I knew I fucked up. I was sitting there. I was like, Jeremy, you. F- I fucked up because I think it was what, Wednesday night? Mm-hmm. I took that acid at 7 o'clock. Do you know I was still tripping at uh, like 6 o'clock in the morning? Jesus. I'm looking at, what's the name of that? Uh, Rick and Morty. You know, it was just, and it looked like, well, everything just 3D. It was this, that whole living room was the cartoon. But I was this small. I, I felt like I was this small on the couch. My feet were on the cushion. You know, my legs shrank. My, I mean, it's like I went this big. And what was on the television came, was just all in the living room. And I was just sitting there, was like, telling myself, like, Jeremy, don't fuck, don't, don't freak out. You took some fucking acid, and evidently, that one got, like, I'm going to say probably five hits, like five drops on that one end. And, dude. I, it took everything in me. Because all I wanted to do was, ah! <laughs> but I couldn't. <laughs> you know, I was just, so I just sat there. And I'm glad I did it. It's like, because I think I tripped six times by myself since Damn. I've been here. Because <laughs> I got it because I was wanting to trip some acid with you guys. But I'm glad I didn't with that one batch. Oh, yeah, I lost my shit. It's just... Because uh, the one I had before, it was... It was smooth. It was like, man, you know, if I was around a bunch of motherfuckers that was on the Mona Lisa. The, the Mona Lisa's was named after some porn star. Evidently, it had a, her face... Was the the, the sheet? Mm-hmm. The Mona Lisa's was just man. You just wanted to be out, like go to the park, just sit there and just look at everything. It was just smooth. Those jokers, those jokers. Damn it, Chuck! <laughs> but you know, I'm glad I did it. Because, one, I, I always said that acid, if I had a bad year in November, December come around, and it was a fucked up year, it's like, man, I just need to just let go, you know. But because I've already taken acid before, it, it's not going to, I'm not going to run and, ah, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to go away, you know. And you're gonna and for me, if if I'm around people, we're all you know doing whatever. It allow, allows me to have a good time. I can laugh my ass off. You know, it's a, to me it's just the release of all the bad shit that happened. Right. 
So one of these days, I'm going to get you to take some acid with me, man. <laughs> you got to, Chuck. Man, I, I was more interested in the shrooms, but. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. But the, the, the thing I'm worried about that because I don't like taking anything chemical. Things is with the shrooms. Um, there, there, there's a, when you when you start to peak, you will feel like you want to throw up. Mm-hmm. And if you're not used to it, you're gonna throw up. I mean, it's just, it's just the how your body's uh, yeah, how it processes it or whatever. Yeah, adrenaline and all that shit. It could it could be your your adrenaline spiked too fast. And I remember a lot of times. Well, maybe it's because I ate a half a quarter, and I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to eat a half a quarter. That that's probably what <laughs> <laughs> my fan norm. Nigga, your nervous system. That's probably why your body's like, "Hey, nigga, what are you doing?" I remember Norm coming up to me. He's like, hey, Jeremy, want to eat some shrooms? I was like, I ain't never eaten no shrooms. So, man, it's cool. This is little. Just split it with me. So, be all right? He said, yeah. So, we split a quarter of shrooms. Twenty hours. Almost twenty hours of tripping. And then I come down here. I don't know how the fuck you made it through that shit. <laughs> Dude, I was at the beach. I was at the mountains. I was, it was in the snow or something. We were doing shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. As long as the sun didn't come up and it wasn't full up yet while I was outside, I was good. But, uh, when I found out that when I came, I moved down here and I tried to get, and I, and I, I, me and Ryan went out on a quarter. I was like, all right, come on, man. Let's split this shit. He's like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, you're going to take half and I'm going to eat half. He's like, Jeremy, wait. He says, you don't do that. He says, what the fuck you mean you don't? You don't do that. Say, so, hey, you just start off by just taking a couple of caps and two stems first. And if you don't get off then, then eat the rest. And I got off. The next day, I'm sitting here. It's like, Norm, what's up? What the fuck were you trying to do to me, man, with them, with them shrooms? And he started laughing because he said that he knew that I would do it. I was healing with him. with him. This nigga was like, nigga, you the only one that jumped off the building with me. <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. It's like all these years. Shoot that nigga in the face twice. Take all the cocaine. <laughs> all those years, I didn't know. And, I, and, and man, when I tell you, I was out there. My mind was gone. Oh, I believe it. Have you ever? I, I remember one time in the snow, we were at this chick's house. I took her mama's maxi pads. And put them on my bottom of my shoes and started walking on the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I 
mean, it was that bad. Man, you, you come, come right, right out of a comic book. Why, <laughs> <laughs> man? That is. Hey. Oh, shit. Surprised I'm not that crazy. Nigga, you not that crazy. Nigga, you are that crazy. Fuck, I ain't crazy, crazy. I mean, I, 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 I you it. just said you put tampons on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I thought that the tampons would allow me to walk on the snow and not sink in. Oh you know, like the snowshoes, because <laughs> they were that big. God you damn, my big was this bitch pussy. What the. <laughs> Remember how big the maxi pads were? Jesus Christ! You remember? Remember when they before they they shrunk the maxi pads? This bitch, this bitch got a bounty double roll <laughs> draws. <laughs> I'm gonna say that whole maxi pad probably was like eight inches. Oh my god! Or seven inches, man. They ain't lying. Yeah. That's wild. I hold you up, man. Oh, that's fucking crazy. All right, man. It was good talking to you. Yeah. And, uh, damn, we didn't do the intro again. <laughs> Fuck it. It's Whatever Man Podcast. Chuck. Um, I hope y'all enjoy it. God damn it. Fucking Black Lives Matter. Support black music. <laughs> support black mis- businesses. And, and fuck these goddamn cops. How about that shit? Um. Yeah, don't come to my house with that bullshit. We got guns and I fight niggas. So <laughs> 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 like, that's my message for 2020. Like, I can't. You know, wear your goddamn mask. Oh, uh, talk to Jet. She's doing good. She's uh still going through a physical therapy. So yeah. shout out to her. Uh, my cousin, she just did her last day of quarantine, so she's good. Uh, the shit in California ain't changed, so my dad's surgery ain't got scheduled yet, so we still waiting to hear back from that. Um, but yeah, man. Where the hell Gerald been at? He go back to Houston? Nah, he in Port Arthur, man. He still uh-huh. doing. He's still Gerald, man. Job down here, huh? I thought he had a job down here. Man, that nigga is. <laughs> he's still okay. doing what he do, man. He's still he's still trying to put out music and shit. So okay. I don't know. That. Yeah, man. Look, I'm. You know. Leave it alone. Oh. But yeah, man. Spinning whatever man podcast and it's been fun being back on the mics. You gotta come back over here though, man. The, the fucking studio is nice. I haven't got the lighting set up, so we get it in. Let me know, man. Shit. Damn, dude. I, I I literally only have one or two other days that I gotta go into the office for like maintenance shit. But other than that, I'm at the crib now. Cause. Um, so far, my my work schedule is going to be 1 to 8. Yeah, I mean, that's the way everybody's shit going to be. 
until this shit, until this, until this spike go over. But the way niggas is wilding now, I don't know when the fuck that's going. <laughs> motherfuckers is what niggas are wilding in Texas, in yeah. Austin in particular. Like motherfuckers. Oh, and uh, and James keep asking when he gonna be on the podcast. So I might set up a time when we can all get on the fucking thing together and finally get him on. We can finally get some remote guests. He out in the valley doing shit, which I don't know how the fuck. You know what? I'm not even going to comment on that. I don't know what the fuck they're doing down there. But, yeah. Uh, why don't you get a Wiley? Yeah. I might do that, too. There's a couple people that we can get at to yeah. do this shit if we're going to do it like this. Because niggas ain't got nothing but time now. Yeah, because, I mean, Wiley was down when we first started. Yeah. That is true. That is true. And I owe the man. Because uh, that man is talented. So, yeah, I'm going to try to get this shit together. And uh, just let me know, man. You know, like I said, I'm, I got a one to eight Monday through Friday until uh, I hear otherwise from the doctors. All right, man. Well, I will holler at you soon. Yeah. It's Webman Podcast. It's Webman Podcast. It's Webman Podcast. It's Webman Podcast.